myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tears Day. Happy birthday. The one-year anniversary of TWS started one year ago today. Welcome. This is TWS, of course. Uh, we thank, I see a lot of emojis in here already, some of which I understand, some of which I don't. Thankful for those. Thankful for the thumbs up. Everybody hitting the thumbs up as you come in the door. Subscribing so you can chat with us on the tube. And a five-star review wherever you are hearing us. The boys are in the house. Scoob's in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? Oh, I was I was up last night and I was pondering and I scared myself. What happened? I was just thinking about how um I, I was listening to a history podcast and it was based on really long ago. Sure. And, and I was like how does any of this how is any of this real? Like how is a thousand years ago how was that real you know like how do we know that happened because someone wrote it down okay now you talking that talk daddy keep going i i was just listening to, like the vikings and they were like the vikings came and they would go to the village and nothing would be left and i was like then how do you know that happened because the vikings told you it happened okay i Dude, guess so the vikings they play nobody paul yeah <laughs> Let's see, that, uh, what's they SOS plus, man? The SP. <laughs> what's they Ken Palm score? School said. I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was, it, it kind of scared me. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a good show today. Uh, the McMahon's in the house. How we feeling, McMahon? Awful. <laughs> I, on, on Friday, I proclaimed I was going to win the lottery. Clear as day. I remember. And then I wake up Saturday, uh, Nate Atkins, friend of the program, yes. informs me via my Twitter mentions that the lottery had been won, and it had been won by someone in Maine. Now, there's only five of us who live here, so I thought my odds uh, were in your house, good. man. I was going to say, y'all were, were betting 800, I thought. And I, I, like I, I read that in bed, and I was like, okay. I know I didn't win. I know, like, there's no way I won. But only 99% of me was tough. The 1% believed so strongly, like, no, I'm going to go downstairs, check these tickets, and have a fucking heart attack. Uh, and I was more excited in that moment about being able to clip me calling my shot than the actual amount of money that was on the I was way more excited about that. That would have been sick. If that I, would have been like great. Babe, I would have put Babe Ruth in the dart if I had if I had pointed. To, you know, we never made seven hundred and forty million dollars. You understand, uh, and neither have I, uh, because it was several towns over. I would have rather have been one number off and it have been on the other side of the country than it being so geographically close to me. It depends on which number, though. You, you get the first five and you're waiting on the last. If it's the first one, you know you're out. Who cares if you get the, <laughs> you know, who cares if you get the next five after six? But I was wondering, I was like, I did see it was one in May. We'll, we'll see if the McMahon shows up on Tuesday. Oh, it was just, keep... 
Just a vacant house? I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't quit. I'd keep doing the show. The show would get so much better immediately. Just I would be jamming money into the show. Whether or not people kept watching, it would be... <laughs> I would have fun. The things the, Coley would make it, me um, do. Coley would just shake money at me, and I would just dance. And Coley would just have us be doing all sorts of stuff. I don't want to speak for anyone else, but I'd be doing all sorts of things just for <laughs> Coley's money. <laughs> I, would so become be a, uh, I would become a monster with that kind of money, but we like... I was like, I was talking to Scoob over the weekend, like Mr. Beast. I like, we'd get him on the show and I just call him poor and then have him do the actual squid game. <laughs> oh, is that, he's the writer guy? No, no, he's, he's the, the YouTube. No, he's the YouTube guy. Mr. Beast. He, he gives out like $10,000 a day just on a, on a whim as a, on a lark. That's just his thing. Oh, no. Nah, yeah. You could definitely top that. I feel like Roman could so, top that now. <laughs> uh, make some it, right, man? Um, uh, Jam Packard's in the house How are we feeling Packard? I just flew in from Charlotte And boy am I tired uh, Early flight um, That is mine Go back to Charlotte No, I, uh, did, I didn't say my arms were tired I just told you I was uh, fatigued It's been a long day of traveling But I spent the weekend in Charlotte, North Carolina I'm not sure how I'm hearing you now. I specifically told Scoob to cut the mic. No, how was uh Jam had a big week traveling, dates. How was uh how was the weekend, Packer? Uh pretty good weekend. Uh dates went well. Charlotte's an interesting place. It's uh downtown where I stayed for part of my visit is uh soulless and sterile and awful place and okay. no one should be there. But then you go to the outskirts, which I referred to, kept on referring to as the suburbs. So people were like, no, no, we're still in Charlotte. It had a bunch of like cool sandwich shops and coffee shops and places hipsters would hang out. And there's like 85 different types of beer. That was the, that was the kind of cooler Charlotte. Uh, the, once you got outside the very, very soulless uh, downtown Charlotte, which was a, a, an awful place. Why'd you come back? Sound like you loved it. I just have to go back to school today like an idiot. Should have became the, the mayor. Yeah, what uh, what's stopping you? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I should run down on my uh, my downtown revitalization program, make it seem less uh, awful. And there's just like seventy five different banks there. What I don't, and then the it's Hornets play, man. and then there's a, a baseball stadium, and then there's the Bank of America stadium. Like it's all it is. It's all Charlotte is in downtown. What's the problem? Well, I, I feel like downtown played out, man. We tried having downtown for years. <laughs> If history is to believe, ain't that right, school? Um, but do we even know what, which town is down? <laughs> Where's uptown? Where's downtown? Who knows? You don't want to go uptown. That's the last place you want to be. What's uptown, school? What do you what do you find there? What's what's history tell us about uptown? I, I mean, all I, anytime anytime in a, like a TV show or anything, they're like, I'm gonna take you uptown. Like that's bad. You don't want to go uptown. Well, I say I always think downtown. I think I feel like that's what the cops say. Oh, take a ride. Let's take a ride downtown uh, in a paddy wagon. I don't want that. Oh yeah, the cops take you downtown, but the like the mafia takes you uptown. You you don't like that. <laughs> Two different worlds: uptown <laughs> and downtown. What's so where's the midtown? West town. Uh, that's that's the neutral. Know. That's the neutral middle. No one wants yeah, to go in Midtown, though. Midtown's just... No, that's the problem. All of Charlotte is just Midtown. Midtown is the soulless place where t uh, there's nothing to be, nothing to go, nothing to see. They're going to whoop as, your ass as, next time you go to Charlotte. As the chat's content, we have a lot of Charlotte in the chat. They're yeah, all they, telling you, it's Uptown. It's <laughs> I heard a lot of names. 
Jam said I was there. I've been there once. I think I got the lay of the land. Um, <laughs> you didn't. You didn't give Scoob any crap for cra- uh, dismissing all of Viking history, but you're coming at me. He didn't dismiss it. He questioned it. That's not the same. Mm-hmm. Um, so asking questions like when it's that long ago, like it, when no one was alive. But like, no, you can't. I see. mean, I think the Vikings were alive. Yeah, yeah. I bet you do think that, don't you? Mm-hmm. But they want you to think, boyo. But that, that you, you just can't you just can't do that. You can't question history in such a way. You just have to you have to buy in and believe it. The job of a historian is to question history. That's literally in like part of history. Oh, well, I'm questioning. I I just I I question Okay, you guys want to know the real reason why this happened? I don't want to I yeah, didn't want to yeah. admit this. Okay, so I watched D- Dak Prescott take off run and complete a pass. And That's I, what started this? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> no, no, sh- straight up. I was sitting there and I was like, I was like, how is a man getting paid to do something I did for fun as a kid? And he does it so well. He's a millionaire because of it. I was like, how is that? How is that happening right now? How am I watching this right now? I couldn't comprehend any of it. I, I was having a mental breakdown almost, I think. As I say, what, uh, where'd you come out on the end of it? Like, what'd you decide? I don't know. I just, it's, I'm here and it's all real, you know? I'm just, hmm. You're still mid existential crisis, it sounds. Yes, like. yes. So you're questioning why are we here? We're just floating on a space rock into nothingness that's constantly expanding. Yeah, it does like not. Jim, it does <laughs> not make sense to me. The fact that any of us exist does not make sense to me. Do we? I see more and more AI stuff every day, school. That's... Who's to say this isn't AI withers? I just give them the beats and feed them the script. That I'm is... in bed right now. That is a problem. Yeah, there, there could be all computer. We're in a simulation. Who knows? The, you are the protagonist of reality, so we could all be in on it, and you're on the outside. That's scary. Very Truman Show-esque. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, this is how I know it's not a simulation. There is no simulation where Eric Adams exists. None. <laughs> you can oh, run the simulator. You... Yeah, None, I say. Um... <laughs> and yes, NyQuil gentlemen, yes, I did the new Dan Carlin episode. Yes, I did. That's what did this to me. That and Dak Prescott. No more football for school. No more things. <laughs> um, no more things for school. contemplation. It's so all right. Came, came to Scoop's house with the Waska. That's that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> hey, he still got a little perp on it under his lip, man. I can see it. <laughs> um, no, what's this Eric Adams business? Uh, there was it, a quote sent to us right before we went in, and I was like, is this? That's the thing with Eric Adams. I never know what's real. I can just never really tell. So is is he real? Is this an AI photograph, Scoop? He got six fingers on that hand, man. I mean, I it's it's very hard to tell with this guy sometimes because I don't know if this is real. The person's not verified, but their their bio says senior politics reporter and New York. I don't know. They got a lot of stuff here, so okay, it looks looks legit to me. I mean, that's definitely Eric Adams. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any any doubt about that. Uh, but this says in press on women's health initiatives at NYC mayor says. Quote, we could talk about erectile dysfunction, but not clitoral stimulation. Says, quote, something is wrong there. End quote. What's wrong? I don't, 
I'm not the mayor. This is this is above my pay grade. Uh, and I've tried chewing it. I've tried punching it. Nothing's working. <laughs> step on it. Uh, hit with a rake. Um, something is wrong there. He said. Uh, I'm bashed it with a mallet. Um, in what so context is he trying to talk about clitoral stimulation? That he's just like constantly trying to insert that into discussion, and people are saying, "Nah, now is not the time, Mister uh, Mister Mayor." I think he was like, I just got a good rhyme. I'm going to go with it. And they were like, that doesn't even really rhyme. And he was like, dysfunction and stimulation. Um, this is after he spent the weekend. I don't want to get too political, but he spent the weekend inspecting the southern border. Uh, the mayor of New York just took a good old trip down to Texas to just uh, check in on the border wall. That's something normal New York mayors do from uh, from time to time, right? I mean, to check up on like what... Like what part of it? <laughs> what are you Architecture, on? it's like firmly built, uh, no holes, no leaks. So yeah, I, I don't know what mayors do. Like, have you seen any rats get through this wall? <laughs> I've got a rat problem that I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I mean, I bet you rats get through this because that that fence looked like bullshit. Like it, it had gaps in it. Like, well, we, we know have... that people get through it, so we're definitely thinking rats do. Do we have a picture of the fence? Yes, yes, I'm pulling it up. I was, tr I'm trying to make sure I don't pull up like a QAnon person or some other bullshit. Uh, everyone posting <laughs> is just posting like it, everyone was like, "We are the storm." Eight seven eight nine 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 one four one one. It's like, yeah, I'm not this gonna like in my Instagram story. <laughs> I said, I know it's him because he's got the mayor vest on. It must be a little warm down there. Took the sleeves off. Uh, says. The this is it. he's looking up at it. No, it's a border, all right. I mean, how does this if someone wants to, to deal drugs through the border wall, they can just walk up and put them through the wall, and there it is. What do you think? What do you think he's doing there? He's waiting on his chain. <laughs> uh, he's got to go back to whatever the restaurant he goes to, Del Sur. <laughs> he just handed over five thousand dollars. Like the guy said, uh. The crack was in his car. He had to go in his car uh, several miles away. He'll be back. We'll wait here patiently. Uh, I said he saw a young boy walking along the side of the wall, hoping to get over to the U.S. I, I don't even know. Do we want to know how that ends? I, I... <laughs> no, I don't think. Uh, yeah, that, I, I, I think we're like... doing that any further. It will lead you in any good direction. Yeah. Thanks for bringing this up, Jam. You're welcome. More border stories from, from Jam <laughs> Packer. Uh, Jam get on a plane one time, and he talking, he talking border patrol. Jesus Christ. Mm. Anyway, speaking of being let back in, Scoob, John Bones Jones. Was the was that with Thursday, Friday? Uh, no, this was Saturday. Saturday, oh, okay. it, it, it was it was about two hours before the card started essentially that uh ufc card uh because the t-mobile arena accidentally put up uh john jones for cyril gone banners on the the building uh prematurely just blew the surprise awesome yeah yeah so we had a bunch of people literally outside of the stadium being like uh what's going on with this and it turned then the ufc was like yeah that was premature but then they announced it after uh, the card but the surprise was that france the heavyweight champion francis Ngannou, 
is released. Not released. He's walking away. He walked away. They're so saying he's a free agent right now. He's he can a go free wherever agent. he wants. Mm-hmm. Can go wherever he wants. So boxing, uh, PFL, Bellator, anywhere he wants. Whoever's got Where's the money. Go? Like, do we like who? Who's got the money? Where does he go? This is he's the guy, right? Like somebody ponying up top dollars. WWE getting in that mix. Like I feel like guys like this don't really hit free agency that often for like non-arrested means. I think it's worth it if he gets the boxing payout. You know. If he mm-hmm. if he gets that boxing payout, that's a huge stack of cash. But he says it's not about the cash. You know, it's about sending a yeah, me- okay. sending a message to the UFC that it's guys aren't just gonna say yes every time. You know, um, and he told he told his coach like, um, uh, Eric Nixick. He told him if I take this deal, I'm a sellout. You know, I'm just like every other guy who sold out and took the deal. You know. So I think it's about getting other guys paid, you know, sending a message. But then John Jones is there to sign an eight-fight deal. Well, I was going to say, Bon Jones, he was like, I'll sign the deal. Yeah, uh, so that makes it all null and void. So when, like, when's the last time he fought? Again, I know he's still a big name, but when's the last time he... I know we looked it up before, but it's been some years, right? Uh, yeah, John Jones. Yeah, I yeah think, Bon Jones. Yeah, I think it was 2019, right? Or was it... No, it was 20... Okay. 2020 it was sooner than we thought yeah 2020 dominic 2020. reyes yeah but still i mean going on three years now he's when, when's the serial fight uh that's gonna be march 4th at heavyweight so he's going up a weight class who's favored there i would think cyril but i don't know yeah cyril's favor i saw uh john was plus 100 so it's pretty much a pick em, pretty much even Okay, so if that was favorite, so it'll be it'll have been over three years since he's fought. Yeah, Last. yeah, yeah. Essentially, and this is a, he walks into a title bout like this. I guess, man. Like I, I, they needed a star. Dana needed the the heat off him. He back to doing crazy eating shit Friday. So it's all he's already paid his price. Mm-hmm. And now, like, what, what's the thought? Do people want Bones Jones back? I mean, he is considered one of the best, if not the best, pound-for-pound uh, pound fighter of all time. Uh, if if he does win this fight, that'll solidify that in a lot of people's eyes, lock him into that. Uh, and it's hard to deny that. He has a great record. He's fought the best of the best consistently. He's just a piece of shit, you know? So... But in he the, fought him three years. He ain't even. That's what I'm saying. Like he, I feel like he's not doing the consistent part as much. But I guess that's where the he, it's like a six or eight fight match, right? Or a contract, right? Eight fights, and I don't think he fights eight fights. What's he been doing for three years though? Just uh, crime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A little bit of uh, yeah, crime. Hanging out. Um, I know one of our followers, uh, one of the watchers of of the show, uh, put in the voicemail box. A story of it was it was something like uh he was the driver for like a rideshare service and when he pulled up it was John Jones and jo- John Jones was just like driving around drunk anyways like it was yeah I mean they for sure don't screen those people so it, no 
That's wait, right. Wait, John Jones was the driver of like an Uber? No, no, he was the one that got picked up. He was like friends of the people that got picked up. And then later on in the night, John Jones drove up in a car. <laughs> to, while drunk. Yeah, while Allegedly. drunk to the Allegedly. pickup spot. To the pickup spot <laughs> again later on. Good times. Yeah. Uh, get this car. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Who wants to know? The car owner. That's why I'm asking. The police. <laughs> car <Uh-oh>. found me. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I'm interested to see where Francis goes. Because it feels like there's a bidding war, but this is the top. Predict, where do you think he ends up, school? Um, I think he goes to the PFL because supposedly there are pictures of his mom wearing PFL shirts going around. So that might be a thing. I think it was on his Instagram. He posted a picture and she had a PFL shirt. So that, but I do think he gets a boxing match in with maybe Tyson Fury. I know they've been talking about that. Um, but I do watch it. Yeah, I think he gets in a big, a big ticket boxing match. Um, and I think it's gonna sell a lot of tickets because who doesn't want to watch him box? Dana White. But yeah, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. If they have that card on a Saturday night do, during UFC event. Dana will have a laptop in front of him, and he will have that fight on in front of him. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Always a good business. I love to let that guy walk. <laughs> uh, well, Ngannou okay. cleaned out the heavyweight. Like, he'd beat everyone, right? There was really nothing else for him to do. Yeah, yeah. He beat um, he beat Stipe. He beat Overeem. Um, he beat uh, uh, Gan. He just beat Gan. Uh... So he pretty much cleaned out the division. Uh, yeah, Rosenstruck, Dos Santos, Cain Velasquez. So pretty much cleaned out the division. Um, the only fight that he was really waiting around for was John Jones. And, I mean, he was hurt. He couldn't really take the fight because he's been rehabbing a torn ACL, which he won and fought through in his last fight, by the way. He, 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 it was torn during the fight. Still Damn, he's good. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Schmab is right. He killed Overeem. Overeem hasn't been the same since. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. So, pretty much cleaned out the division. There's some up-and-coming guys, but they're not there yet, yet, you know? So. David Tyson. Who, who would yeah, be favored in Fury Francis? It was gonna be strictly boxing fury, of course, but would Francis go into like only boxing? I would say it, it's gotta be Fury, because he is the heavyweight uh holder. Francis has never actually straight boxed, you know? Right. And I don't know if I don't know if he has the best technique more so than he's just like the hardest hitter, you know? Which that works for you. It helps. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say it's going to be Fury, but I, I think Francis gets some of that hype and name pay. So it's probably like plus 200, plus... Francis would be plus 200, plus 300, maybe. Uh, it might be even closer, though, if the public is like really like, Francis is going to come out and starch the old boy. He just might. <laughs> that I think was, many uh, people are going to be saying that. that like, it sounds like Francis is... And I, I'm not trying to offend anyone here because I'm not a, a 700 millionaire and I can't have Jam uh, protect me uh, as a human meat shield. Uh, but it sounds like Wilder. Oh, did I? Am I gone? 
Nope, there I am. It sounds like he's like a less skilled Wilder, at least in boxing. Because if it's just like, I'm the heavy hit guy, and Fury's already beat him twice? Is it twice or did they fight three times? Uh, Three times, yeah, three. Yeah, I think it was three, yeah. 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 Was it Francis so Deontay then? Uh... That that would be that would be wild. <laughs> that would be crazy. Like just, just get the two hardest hitters to what Coley's saying. I think like just let's just see. Again, would watch. Francis in the WWE would be interesting. I could see that maybe. Get some uh, get some parlay action in on just who he fights, when, where, how many punches, and all that, and. Use that parlay to pay back a friend, man. Like, uh, like old Chuck was asking. Oh man, what, uh, what, what do we make of this? Chuck put a question in the community about. Then he had. It's always good when you have to clarify your poll, and I know this because I post a lot of polls I have to clarify. Uh, <laughs> but the question was: If you loan somebody one hundred dollars and they win you a parlay for one hundred and fifty dollars. Does that person still owe you $100? I'll open it to the, to the gentleman. What do, we, what do we say? You loan somebody $100. They win you a parlay for $150. Does that person still owe you $100? Wait, so how they... Do they wait, how they, do they win you a parlay? Yeah, what does that mean? Like, they bet the $100, they win $150, and presumably give you... A hundred or hundred and fifty dollars. That's why Chuck clarified. He said the person you loan one hundred dollars to win, or excuse me, the person you loan a hundred dollars, they won you one hundred and fifty dollars in your pockets right now. I don't know if he's saying like I, I need a hundred dollars for this parlay, or he's like, hey, thanks for the hundred dollars. By the way, uh, Francis, <laughs> round three, and that wins you one hundred and fifty dollars. Is it square after that? No. What what's the polls? What do the people say? I'm still confused. That's what Chuck's saying. Uh Scoob said, hell yes, they owe you money. Talk okay, Scoob. <laughs> uh <laughs> why they still owe you the hundred. <laughs> Can't hear you, Scoob. Still can't hear Scoob. Very muted. He's trying to fix something. I was, gonna say, I was like, maybe I'm losing like, my here. Someone, uh, someone talk me through this. I give Coley $100, and he places a bet with that $100 that wins $150, and presumably he does – then he does what with that lump sum of $150? He gives it $100 of it back to me? I think these are two different transactions. I think that's the disconnect. I think this is a you loan Coley one hundred dollars. Period. Two, he gives he's like, hey, I got a slip for you. Just ride with me here. I've got your, I've still got your hundred dollars, but ride with me. And then he wins you one fifty. I think. Oh, so he gives me the hot tip, and I've so I've loaned out one hundred fifty, and then also or hundred, and then gained one hundred fifty based on Coley's hot tip. Correct. So he's saying, does that hot tip? Wipe out the 100. I think that's, I think uh, I have it. Yeah, there are two separate transactions. 
Well, here's the question. Is it a parlay, a hot tip in a gambling setting or a game of skill setting? Because if it's gambling, then that's uh, I don't think that's worth much. But if it's a game of skill, this man has given you some sort of uh, uh, a service. He's given you a, a hot tip where uh, he's paid his debt to you by giving basically giving you fifty a free fifty dollars. Big man, would he still owe you the bread? Definitely. These are separate <laughs> transactions entirely. I don't. I feel like there's still a key element missing from the equation because, like, am I? Is the parlay on me? Like, do I have control over the parlay? Because that, like, that. If not, it could just not hit. And then, do I owe you two fifty in that world? Well, I think Where that's it's like, why it's like they're two separate transactions. Um, yeah, I think they I think they have to still owe you money because if the if the bet didn't hit, they would still have to pay you back that $100 and if it's a completely right. separate transaction, then they really should have no basis or bearing on the uh on the initial transaction. Yeah, I feel like that's like this somebody buy you a lottery ticket for your birthday and you hit. They what, what do you owe them? Do we we might have school back. We might not have school back. Okay, let, let's take five. Let's take. We have some technical difficulties. Let's take five real quick. We want to get to the bottom of this. School got takes to give us, baby. So let, let's take a quick five. We'll be back. Hey, welcome back. We had some minor technical difficulties, but we're back. Scoob, are you back, Daddy? I am hoping I'm back. I'm hoping. Uh, I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. Uh, sorry, chat. I, I'm having issues on my end. I pressed a button and something bad happened. So I'm working on it. Sorry, everybody. No, look. This, no, this was on me. What? Really was on Chuck. No more hypotheticals. <laughs> no more hypotheticals, Chuck. Loan your friends money or don't. Pay them back or don't. Uh, that's what really tore this place apart. Mm-hmm. So no more hypotheticals unless... I, gotta, I have a hypothetical. <laughs> I'm if, I, if I have a slutty five-way parlay for Martin Luther King Day and it only doesn't hit because Mason Plumley goes for uh, over 14 and a half rebounds and assists, does he owe me money? Yes. I would think so. My vote is yeah. He was the, you said you had a five-way? Uh, yeah, I had, I had all the other legs of the five-way except for uh, Mason Plumley. I didn't believe in Mason Plumley, and he shut me up real quick. But no insurance. Uh, I don't do insurance. Now, I mean, uh, if I had put that slip in, he would owe me. Mm-hmm. Because you're both white, I don't think he... I, th- again, y'all let me know if I'm wrong, but I think it cancels out. It was Martin Luther King Day uh, there in, in Charlotte. I think it was Martin Luther King Day in every state except for Arizona. And Alabama. It was Martin Luther King and Robert E. Lee Day. That's true. Outside of those and the greater continental... Um, Separate but equal days, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just the way he, just the way Bill Simmons wanted it. Um, oh, boy. You talk about an anniversary to remember. Some, yeah. Can we get the, uh, the? This is this is definitely one I'm glad I read at the time because if I heard it like now for the first time, I would definitely be like, okay, y'all just fucking with me now. Like somebody definitely, ty- <laughs> somebody is, definitely is, type this up and uh, put it in ringer font. Uh, AI chat bot where it's right. like, put a Bill Simmons quote talking about a uh, historical event and being uh, just terribly insensitive. 
House uh, is assassination bad? Um, <laughs> says Bill Simmons, hottest take ever. Says, I didn't realize the effect of the MLK shooting had on that city. I think from people we talk to and stuff we've read, the shooting kind of set the tone with how the city thinks about stuff. We were game three, great crowd. They fall behind, and the whole crowd got tense house. It was like, oh no, something bad's gonna happen. And I think it starts from that shooting. How much is, did... the re... is, that, is that the end oh, of the quote? That's the end of the quote. That's the end <laughs> that's... of it. What else did he need to say there? Yeah, that's <laughs> it's pretty self-evident. I was such... Don't stop there. Yeah, no, get into it, man. What do you think? What do you really think about James Earl Ray? Bill, he was uh, framed. He was framed. That's what I think about James Earl Ray. Jam Earl Ray, interesting. Whoa, we didn't need to go that uh, far. <laughs> well, I mean, you say he was innocent. How you know? Hey, you're the defendant. Yeah, James Earl Ray. <laughs> he was framed by the FBI. James, that I know for a fact, he didn't kill him. Well, who this, did? This uh, <laughs> is such like poisoned, like liberal art school brain, and it's uh, it like hurts me to my core because I know in my. Uh, in my youth or my Cheeto thinking times, it's like, this is a dumb thought where it's like, I know something about the history of this city. And thus every other observation I have is going to directly connect to my knowledge of the civil rights movement. And it's just absolutely insane. It's just a, what an insane thing to type out, send to an editor and then have it be published. Yeah. And people were asking the content. It was about some playoff game, but he's talking about, about game Memphis. three of like the 2006 in <laughs> Western conference semifinals. Like what are we, the grit and grind grizzlies really couldn't stop because they were on the mountaintop metaphorically. Um, and the arc of the moral universe bends towards buckets. How, how many points do you fall behind? And you're like, Oh man, the crowd's really feeling it here. Jesus getting tense. Ten, <laughs> <He's> 20? Like, <laughs> four points. He was shot on April 4th, man. We're never coming back on. Uh, it was four quarters in the game. But this is yeah a very just wild thing to think about. Like we, we do this for every city. Like oh my oh my goodness, the Mavericks, Cowboys. The Mavericks. Yeah, they were <laughs> Mavericks down twelve in November. Oh god, yeah, like, the Jets what? do flame out a lot in New York. Maybe hey, they should, hey, they should rename hey, that. To... Hey hey, come on. Bills in Milwaukee. Know. Like oh man, I hope Jeffrey Dahmer is not in the crowd tonight. <laughs> yeah, just looking around. Be, they, they, we could just tell house. Giannis missed two free throws, and everyone was thinking about serial killers. So, this is uh, every once in a while, Bill throws one out. He still got the fastball, but I think this was the fastest. Is this the better MLK um, anniversary tweet, or is it um, our friend Mr. Rovell with his uh, 10 Rosa Parks rookie cards and his uh, one Fannie Lou Hamer? Uh, uh, upwards of nine. Let's get it straight. <laughs> upwards of nine. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Mary McLeod Bethune uh, collection that he got for a steal. Also, th the very funniest part of that, it was in Miami Canes talk <laughs> spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Rubman was in there said, what the hell, man? Uh, you got me? This <laughs> <laughs> um, is Rovell. My, my most cherished piece of Martin Luther King Jr. memorabilia. With words that shouldn't be said by anybody whose last name is not King Jr., uh, are pages from the warden's log books from the Birmingham jail in 1963 when he wrote letter from a Birmingham jail. King signed in and out his mail 12 times. 
why is this the most cherished piece and why does Ravel have it? It's a kind He's of a friend. Kind of thing that should be in a museum, but instead it's in Darren Ravel's uh, desk. It also doesn't shouldn't really be in a museum. It's kind of a I mean, it's not the actual letters from a Birmingham jail. It's just a something. Does anything that Martin Luther King Jr. signed in his entire life like immediately become memorabilia? I would think so, isn't it? In a I, way. When you hit that level of fame, I would say yes. Anything he's probably ever touched that you can prove yeah, he touched becomes memorabilia. That's 12 autographs he could sell to Panini for some MLK rookie cards <laughs> with, with autos on it. Yeah, I don't even consider it memorabilia. I would consider it like historic, historic yeah, stuff. Like that That's the kind of stuff that you would show me when I'm uh, in bed pondering, you show me that, I'm like, okay, that's how I know it's real. That that thing is, I could touch that, see that, you know? But so. Ravel signed his name under MLK's, though. Does not does that not invalidate yeah, yeah, he's, the thousands of dollars I'm sure he's paid on this? You, he's like, King signed out in on his mail 12 times. He's like, you can see here, Darren Ravel signed it out three times. Right, yeah. <laughs> Darren Ravel initialed off on MLK signing out 12 times. 12 times? Uh, well, if I remember too, when he posted this, it might even be a reply to this. Someone was like, "Ah, how did you get this?" And he was like, "Oh, funny story. The warden's like son or daughter sold it to me, and it's just like this feels like a crime has been committed on both sides of this oh, transaction." So you, you made sure that the bad people in this situation were profiting off of Correct. this, uh, Mr. Rovell. Oh, Upwards I tracked down, like you said, yeah. I tracked down the warden in his mansion, and I <laughs> offered I to just, buy him a new bathroom. <laughs> yeah, well, he told me to only give it to me if I if I'd also buy the two bus tires of the bus Rosa Parks was uh, arrested from. <laughs> I told him he had himself a goddamn deal, and I imagine all this stuff just sits in Rovell's house, man. Like he got the the Medgar Evers rookie car. Malcolm, when he got traded from Boston, man, you talk about uh, a rare item. He's got MLK the, when he got the Boston man, oh man. He's got the handcuffs from when they arrested Muhammad Ali for avoiding the draft. <laughs> he's got the draft. He's got the mock draft. Uh, <laughs> I got the draft card. Yeah, Ali was a first round pick that year. <laughs> I feel terrible for Muhammad Ali for standing up for his rights, but this is tremendous memorabilia. Oh uh, uh, yeah, currency, currency. Did you see the video of DJ Watt walking off the? field for the last time i think it was pre-game but he's walking off the field and there's all the like the small children there uh most of them like disabled like children who are brought like there developmentally be disabled yeah yeah, yeah. And just sprints behind and cuts him off to shake his hand it's just like no matter the situation he will handle it incorrectly a hundred out of a hundred times I almost... he was like if i don't get over there first I'm not going to get to meet J.J. Why? He's going to talk to all those children first. Uh, 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 excuse me. Uh, and I can't put his sweat into a vial and then... Uh, <laughs> I kind of respect oh, those guys like that that are wrong 100% oh, of the time. I don't know. It's something about like those... Assholes? Like adult autograph seekers? <laughs> <laughs> Just like... The mentally unfit? That's who you... Uh... Okay, not respect. I want to study them, like, in a lab. Like, how do you fuck up every single time? Like, at some point, you have to know. If I understand this correctly, Scoob has to first kill Darren Ravel to make him history. And at <laughs> that point, you study the history. That's the uh... well-documented of the murder of Ravel. V.I. <laughs> I feel sorry for my innards, but this is tremendous autopsy <laughs> uh, content. Uh, no, he is an insane 
human being. Like there, there's really no, I don't think two ways around it. And he's not well. Him in that Kane spaces being like, I think it's counterintuitive that a white man can't love black history. It's like, I, I hate when people are so close to the point. Like, if you really appreciated it, if you really understood it, you would not own these things at all. Like, that's not, if, like, if you were buying these things and then donating them, like, and no one knew about it, good person, right, right thing to do. That's not what's happening. He's buying them. And then, like, I don't know when he started because he, there was no down, like, he's not, uh, like, there's no shams to his woes. You know what I mean? Like, right. no one's tried to become, the only person who's tried to become him is Jake from Pardon My Take, and <laughs> they made him that way, specifically to mock down. That's the only one. And so it's like, he created this lane. The, I think the first time I remember him, remember when those Chilean miners got, not like young people, but like physical miners right. were trapped <laughs> in the mine? Yes, yes. And when they emerged after like two weeks, something the like minor that. The miner miners? So, yeah. Um... yeah. And when they finally emerged, he was like, oh, there were in Oakley's. That brand evaluation just was $2 billion <laughs> from this global. Uh, and it's just like, what are you talking about, man? What? <laughs> What? <laughs> but the, as soon as they emerged from the mine wearing Oakleys, uh, the stock prices went up 13%. So we have to account for that. Was it 2010? I, it's been a while. I I mean, maybe that, that's when the uh, that disaster was. But he did. Yeah, it wasn't a, a, a lane he created because there was no there was no grandfather to this industry. You know what I'm saying? That, like the or maybe there was there some dork who just wrote about this in the newspaper. I feel like, like for there's years like, it had to be. He's not. Like, he's not innovative enough to create this lane. There was like trade magazines, like Sports Business Journal, <laughs> that like only certain people like got quarterly editions of. And then he somehow was like, "I'm going to do this on Twitter." Here we. Yeah. What, what the? What year was this? The biz. Uh, for Darren Rivera. Twenty ten. 2010, good call, Ivan. So Oakley gets projected $41 million in exposure from Chilean miners. How, how would you calculate and how would he calculate that? I believe that number can be calculated. I don't know how he would have access to it. Why would anyone care? Why is that ever? Why would that cross anyone's mind? <laughs> Unless you Mr. Oakley himself is like, hey, I'm glad they're all right, but... <laughs> Um, and, and in calculating that, there has to be a variable for like number of people died and how that affects the valuation. There's just like some. No, it's been factored in. It would have yeah, been in the sixties. Um, Jealous has the the full t the quote from the tweet. The first miner was wearing Oakleys. If all the if all have the same shades, I estimate worldwide exposure of at least one hundred million dollars for company. It's like, can we make sure all of them get out of the cave first? Why how about that? No, a million times no, man. Wait, why were they wearing shades if they were trapped underground? Or did they immediately wear shades? Did some smart Oakley person be like, man, as soon as miners get out, we're going to really capitalize on this moment and give them all free Oakleys? Looks like somebody realized, hey, man, when they come out on the ladder to cut down the nets for the championship, that's free ad space on that ladder, man. It could say anything. It was Ravel. <laughs> it was Ravel. He was the one that realized, like, hey, man, Nobody asked the questions like, would this actually be bad press if people see Oakley sunglasses and say, oh, man, I'm, you remember that Chilean disaster? <laughs> and Ravel said, we've, we've accounted for that, too. Um, 41 million is the number. Did anyone buy 
like make the conscious or unconscious decision to be like, I need to get myself a pair of Oakleys after seeing these miners rescued. No, not a lot. Dan Ravel. <laughs> Dan Ravel. One pair. Um, it's a wild thing to be like, I know that uh, this is just, it, people are just going to flock to the local sunglasses hut at the mall uh, because of this. Why, why stop that? Did Fitbit or whoever makes their jacket, whoever makes the helmet, whoever whoever cuts their hair? Like, what? Did, did headlamps and pickaxes also like skyrocket through the river? <laughs> we say that he probably did have a thread of that. So uh, he's probably very thorough. Uh, the second paragraph is psychotic. This is not human thought pattern. Oh, boy. Can we see it? Oh, yes. Let's see. Oh, boy. The donated part? No, 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 no. When, uh, when they come out. When they come out, they are not surprisingly brandless. Save for the Oakley sunglasses each miner has worn. Whether they are rescued during the day or night. To protect their eyes from the, from the light. Oakley donated sunglasses, whose retail price is reportedly $450 to provide them with protection from ultraviolet light. The fact that the famous Oakley O's on the side of each of the miners' glasses is an incredible branding coup. This is just big, big shades got to Rovell and they were like planted this story. This is just like Shams copy and paste in an agent tweet. This is this has got big shades written all over it. I'm just thinking now of the. Uh, uh, who was. Who was the cult? They drank the Kool-Aid and they had on the Nikes. Jonestown. Oh. No, no, not no, them. That's so much yeah. fresher than Jonestown. Uh, eternal, the, the Eternal Take people. What were they actually yeah. called? Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Heaven's, Heaven's Gate. Gate. Heaven's Gate. Gate. Thank you. Darrenville's like, listen, <laughs> terrible for Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid valuation went down. Nike? 86, 86 million up. Releasing the air the new, uh, hell bops. The, yeah. the new Air Heaven 2s. Listen, I want a pair, quiet as this kept, but I'm just trying to think of different things. Like, oh, man, Kennedy was in a Ford car. <laughs> that valuation has been in the tank uh, after he was shot in one. Would you say he's I'll talk Ravel and Kennedy. He got that memorabilia too, man. Um, <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like any part of it. And I'm just afraid that like there are gonna be more hymns, but not ironically like Jake. So it's like people will be like, no, that's a lane. I wanna I wanna be Darren Ravel, somebody's gonna say. Well, it'd be one thing if he just stayed strictly in a sports business lane, but we've clearly, as demonstrated from our past 15 minutes of discussion, he's ventured out into numerous other discussions, whether it's his fandom of the civil rights movement or his uh, willingness to put this Apruder film uh, on the timeline at 7.30 in the morning. Like he's, he got a little bit too big for his britches and decided I can do whatever I want. Why does he have britches? <laughs> that's my question big britches brought him that after a disaster <laughs> 42 million dollars worth of uh, britches <laughs> valuation Robel set up jfk I, nothing you could tell me about him would surprise me at this point I, I i just don't know anymore nothing you could tell me about devos oh no what's uh what's his real name man the fake uh politician guy devolder <laughs> Santos? Santos, Santos, uh, if that is his real name. 
who who knows what his real name is at this point? I've heard uh heard three heard four Darren Rovell. <laughs> Darren Devolder Rovell. Yeah, what the, was there? What was the news somebody sent? There's pictures of him like uh, going by the old name, the fake name. Yeah, I'm scrolling up. Yeah, there, there's like a video of him going by his uh his old name. Um, I think he was like at a Trump rally or something. I did forget about Ravel making the account months in advance for Big Cat having a kid. <laughs> he should not have britches, I say. Um, Gads. So this is George Devolt. Now, what what account is this? Like, where? Like, what is this that people found? This professional page. But how did they find this? It's like old. Is it? I don't know. What is this history school? What is it? They they use the Wayback Machine, which I guess pulls up old links and stuff. Uh, archive, so. yeah, archived internet, yeah, stuff. Yeah, so it's it's his old old page. Well, there's no the gad the the gads. Like he's been he's been going by Santos, right? Like that's George A. Devolder Santos. Mm-hmm. Gads. I don't like the gads part. No, no. I, this is just th- this feels like class. This feels like a classic like scammer thing. Like you have multiple names just so you confuse people. Like I, I, I like let's say I introduce myself to Trill as George Devolder, and then I go to Jam and I'm George Santos, and then I go to Coley and I'm Devolder Santos. All three of you know a different person. I can scam yeah, no, you all in different ways. No one on this podcast would have multiple names. That's not something we. No, nah, that's crazy. Right? Listen, Withers on my birth certificate, so I you speak for yourself. Uh, I I was trying to think of my own names in that moment, and I was like, I can't do this. This is too much, man. <laughs> Scoop for sure don't think any of this is real, man. Scoop like, I'm gonna have a good dream. We're gonna wake up and have a good show today, man. Uh, Pretty much. I don't know, take take this AI face. Dude, the other one is more AI. Which other one do I even want to add? Oh boy! Okay, that's God. not a real face. That's, that's a me. That's a, that's a Nintendo uh, play on Wii Sports. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Put some big glasses and some big hair on them and a red tie. Like that. Standing with a pal. It doesn't look like a real person there. Nah, he he's not. So this <laughs> would track. This would all literally, literally track. Uh, yeah, Grums, I messed up by not using the fake name. You did. Too late. <laughs> you too, Teddy Westside. Fender. We've got, no, we've got you all. Uh, and your government's here. What time? Okay, let's, let's take a quick non-technical five. But before that, I gotta say, Maya Moore. Maya Moore retired. And just the accolades that she ran up in not that long, not that long. I said like a lifetime of ball, but she quit at 29. And just some of the stats that were going around, I saw in her last 12 seasons, so eight pro and four college, she made four first team All Americas, seven All NBAs, won four WBA rings, two college titles, regular season MVP, finals MVP, most outstanding player, scoring title, all that. Before she turned 30. And then she was like, man, you know what? I think I'm going to go uh, work on prison reform now. 
Like she had all named to the top twenty five players all time, top twenty after twenty years, all that after eight years. And the crazy stat for high school, college, WNBA, and the Olympics, she was four hundred ninety one wins to seventy eight losses. God damn, a eighty eight percent win percentage. Which she went to public school and went. She went to the same high school as Taylor Heineke. I found out. So it went, she didn't go to like the dominant private school. Yeah, all the stars. Um, UConn, of course. The Olympics. That's the fewest amount. But the number one pick, she drafted to the worst team. It's just like she gets there and they just win almost immediately. So salute to her on retirement. Hope she has a good retirement. Uh, I feel like she's one of those people. I don't know if we ever hear from her. Like we might hear from the foundation or whatever work she's doing. If she decides to keep doing that, we might just never hear from Maya Moore again. And I, I know that's fucking right. Salute on retirement. Yeah, like jealous, like legit actual goat talk with that resume and how briefly she did in eight pro years. I feel like her name has to be mentioned when you talk though. So salute to her. I'm shocked it's only eight. Like it just feels like she's been around so much longer than that well that's the four years in college man for that sure that should be that should be one year in college and 11 years in pro she should have <laughs> six rings um and all that in college that like the wade trophy goes to the best upperclassmen so freshmen can't win it Maya Moore's the only person to win it three times of all like all the women's college players have to come in and do four years there, nobody can win as a freshman. She's the only player that won it sophomore, junior, and senior. And I don't know when that happens again. Because if you don't start slow sophomore year, buddy, you out. So that's <laughs> not like Paige, the the current right. UConn, like Paige UConn Becker, yeah, always you... has someone. But Paige, she's got hurt. I think the last two years, yep. and it's just like that's how you fall behind when you're chasing accolades like this. Yeah. So salute to her uh, getting out. I highly and, recommend watching her like like YouTube clips on uh, or just highlights because like I had heard all the accolades, but I never really had watched that like much of her game. Um, but I like because of their retirement, there's a bunch on the timeline. She is the nastiest fadeaway jumper and like was just filthy in the mid range. It was in, like she just eight minutes. It was just her hitting the craziest shots. It was one of the more impressive videos I've seen in a long time. I think it's why she would talk. She's saw the three point revolution coming. And was like, no, nah, I'll quit before I start shooting that at a high clip. But no, the clips are out there, and I would recommend. Like, watch you some Maya Moore if you, if you did not catch it live. The highlights hold up, and yeah, one of the goats. So salute to her on retirement. We will take a quick five. We got some super wild card weekend football to talk about. Now, six games, I don't six stinkers. Nothing happened in any of them, so this shouldn't take long. But should you want to go through Super Wild Card Weekend with us, hang around. We'll take five. Thumbs up on the tube, please, and thank you. Subscribe. You can chat with us. We'll come back and talk some picks again. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday, hour two. Thank you for tapping in. Thank you for hitting that thumbs up, subscribing to chat with us. Jam had a duck out, but the boys are back, and we got some football to get to. But first, briefly... I got to give a salute to my cats, man. They had a hell of a win on Saturday, and if they lost, I sure would have been on their ass. Now, so, uh, we were talking about uh, loaning someone $100. I put all uh, $740 million that I expected to win 
on Tennessee based off the tip you gave me that Kentucky was going to get their doors blown off. So you owe me roughly $740 million. Your thoughts? I'll get it to you when I see you. Um, All right. All right. That's what the, send me a cash app, man. I'll, uh, I'll make this right. No, because I was telling, listen, get you some free money. And the start to the game was 8-0, to zero, Tennessee. I turned it on, and I was like, oof, um, that seat red hot on the sideline. I, he wasn't even sitting down. It was too hot. And then he played the best five players on the team together after the uh, down 0-8 start, and it seemed to work well. And... It was top five team at home, and they, they retired Chris Lofton's jersey, which stinks. Chris Lofton was a monster, like from the state of Kentucky that neither Tubby Smith nor Rick Pitino recruited. And he just immediately went to Tennessee and was taking seven threes a game in like 2004 and hitting like 40% of them. So I can imagine what he'd be now. And that was the performance they gave them, man. They, every time they look up at Chris Lofton's jersey up there, they have to think of an unranked Kentucky team coming in to... Put the beats on. This is the best team Rick Barnes has had, school. He owns Cal. And then this. The ambulance was called, but it was not for the Wildcats. So, salute. Oh, Got I don't think Kentucky can use memes like this. This, this, sure is, for, you can. this is for lesser teams to do stuff like this. Not a. If it wasn't a, a rivalry game, if it wasn't rivalry, I'd agree. Sure. All right, that's okay. fair. Like Alabama smoked us. Like if we beat Alabama and use this, I'd be like, ah, that's a little much. But <laughs> Tennessee, Louisville, you throw the records out and bring the memes in. So salute. And if they lose to Georgia, I'll probably yell at them tomorrow. So every time I there's that I watch college basketball lately, I'm like, does do blue buds still exist in college basketball? Flick, no, because like the. I know Duke, they're over, some of them are over Shire already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's... Some of, some of them in our chat are over Shire already. Many of them. So it's tough. Uh, it's a mid-major meme trailer. We playing mid-major ball, T. We're, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you want, man. If, if we keep acting like we're blue blood when we're clearly not at that status right now, we get yelled at. So, no, have some fun. Have some fun. And... It was fun. I do feel bad for Chris Lofton, though. Hate to see that. We had some football, boys. Mm-hmm. We had some football. Where, where do we begin? Where do we? We just start from the top. Should we start with the one that had a little breaking news before the show? Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, we got good fired Joe Lombardi. The Chargers have fired offensive quarter Joe Lombardi, sources tell, who's that, Pelissaro and Rapsheet. Big move by Brandon Staley. Should have candidates lined up for a chance to work with Justin Herbert. Joe Lombardi is out, and I, I think Brandon Staley keeps his gig, honestly. Yeah, this is the, the more scapegoat. I see and the more it goes. Yeah, this is, from what I've seen, it's like, nah, he was rightfully, he was just the GOAT, man. There was no scape. Uh, <laughs> that was a terrible game call. We yeah, let's talk some some Chargers and Scoob's Jags. That's right. We picked the Jags, and they said we were crazy. But Trevor Lawrence, he just I don't know, thirty-seven and zero on Saturdays, man. Now he threw a little four picks, 
They had five turnovers in the first half. They went down, was it 27 zip? Yada, yada, yada. Uh, and then Doug Peterson, leader of men, led men. I don't know who, who's to blame for this. Who gets the blame for this? It's gotta be it's gotta be Staley because Mike Williams was out, right? Why was Mike Williams out? Certainly didn't help. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why was Mike Williams out, McMahon? Um, <laughs> because they were fighting for their lives in a game that meant nothing the week prior. Um, so that was no. Mike good. Williams was literally fighting for his life. Uh, That's true. <laughs> this was also very funny because DeAndre Carter had to step up as he has done all year. Uh, and done a good job of it. And then he gets hurt like immediately in this game. So then they have to put in uh, Michael Bandy. Michael Bandy. Yeah. Uh, the Bandy man. And it turns out the Bandy man cannot. Uh, he he did not know this audible. Um, and so Herbert just kind of threw the ball on the ground. This he was actively <laughs> ducked out of the way. He's a hot potato. You get, um, you get scared. You get scared in the moment. You're like, yeah, that's not supposed to happen, you know? Well, legit, imagine that. They said he just did not hear the audible. So imagine if you're just running across in motion and it's hike and Herbert's like, here you are. I'd be like, no, uh-uh, yeah, put that down. Stop it. And it just did not go well for them. And I, I put up a poll before the game. I said, who would you rather have the next five years? And early on, I mean, it was, I think it would end up being like 70-30, if that, Herbert to Lawrence. And it was a lot of, man, how, how could you pick Lawrence? You don't know balls. He was throwing pick after pick after pick after pick. And then halftime happened. And the Chargers just said, we don't want to score. We're just good on scoring points. <laughs> That's why I said, I'm, I don't think Herbert's to blame here, but if for any quarterback of an offense that goes 34 minutes and scores three points, you're going to get some of that blame. Your coordinator's going to get some of that blame because I saw Lombardi. There were 30 second-half play calls from Lombardi. 23 of them were design passes. Right. 23 of 30 design passes when you're up four scores in a game. And I think to like Chargers fans' credit, like he gonna run the ball with this. They were getting what, not three yards a carry. They can't run the ball. So I don't know who gets the blame, man. The reason I'm not out on Herbert after, like, I wouldn't have been out regardless. But the reason I'm not like trying to blame him, it felt like all second half he picked up every third down they needed. He was money on third down. The rest of the downs were not great, but it was like every time he picked up a third down, I was like, all right, that's backbreaking for the Jags. And it, the Jags just kept being real. They don't have a back, baby. You, you can't, uh, you cannot break their back. Herbert didn't throw any picks. Like he, he was, he was targeting Scarino Everett and Scarino Rashad. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that was really it. It was, I don't know. The Chargers, I thought the Chargers on defense played obviously really well in the first half. I don't even feel like they played horribly in the second half. Like they just weren't doing anything all that correctly. And that's where it's like, what would the score have had to have been where you were like, all right, this is out of reach for Doug Peterson. And like, cause it's Brandon Staley. I think Brandon Staley's like a klutz. Like he's just, he just does not have the face of a man 
who inspires confidence. And someone replied to the Chargers count after the game with like, it's Brandon Staley in the locker room after game. Like, did anyone expect anything different? Nope. <laughs> it's just like, even in that, he's like, no, we did not. And even in that According moment, I don't know. He's, it's like he took Philip Rivers' face. Like, he very much has Philip Rivers' face. I don't under. It hurts my brain when I look at him. I'm just like, hey, this guy's not. He's not a winner. And I, I hate boiling it down oh. to that. But some people, you look at them in the yeah, this, yeah, exactly this. <laughs> Can we play this? Yeah, what's he say? He does look very Phil Riversy here. <laughs> yeah. It's the jowls. Uh. Is anybody surprised about what happened? No, man. Nope. 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 <laughs> Is anybody surprised about what happened? No, man. Nope. Yeah, he said, you have no reason to have faith in me. Um, <laughs> I was, the thing I'm saying, it's like he, he was the analytics guy, then he wasn't. I was like, did he get bullied out of it? He's this has been my my problem with him the whole time he's been head coach. And we did cut to it this morning, and 89 was like, You gotta abandon those analytics. And I was like, let's calm down. Uh <laughs> because he he follows them, but at the wrong times. Like right. he's a big, like, we'll go for it in the fourth on fourth down, the first quarter. There's 15 minutes left in the first. It's like, all right. But then in the late yeah. Yeah. At the end of the game, he gets super conservative. And it's like, you have this backwards. You have these in the right. wrong place. He just like it you can give like a dog, you know what I mean? Like you can put all the tools in front of them. They don't know how to use them. Like that's what he is. He's he's a dog, you understand. <laughs> he's, he's a mutt, yeah. Um, unless if it's Air Bud, he knew how to use his tools. He knew oh, how definitely. to Charles would have been fifteen and two, like no question. Uh, under Coach Bud, to you, uh, the maybe I was like, I don't think they're gonna fire him. So, I get what would be encouraging. I've heard like the defense and for the personnel they've lost along. Like they didn't have Bosa for a lot. J.C. Jackson got hurt. They say he's very good at adjusting those type of things. And if you have any kind of competent offense, his mistakes matter less. But it's still like, man, if you're trying to win four, you're trying to win, it's a 2021 game season. It's going to be tough decisions. I, it's encouraging that he's willing to be like, okay, maybe I was too analytics based early on. I'm will, I like that he's willing to adjust. But to what you said, if he doesn't know what to adjust to, it's like, I, that didn't work. Now I will, I don't know how to skin this apple. Let's shoot it this time. Can we shoot it? Can we shoot the apple to skin it? And was, I don't know. There was a there was a play late. It, I think it was the Chargers' last possession. I think it's Corey Lindsay, like the, the center, either the center, yeah, the center. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Herbert's got like four Jags on top of him, and the whole play, he he snaps the ball and he just nothing. He doesn't move. <laughs> he doesn't get a hand on anyone. He doesn't do a goddamn thing. And Justin Herbert's just getting that's why I can't blame him too much. Like, yeah, he scored three points, 34 minutes. Bad. And the points he did score were largely because of the turnovers, which gave him a shorter. I was going to say, that's where I think Herbert gets some of the blame. Because they got handed, like, beautiful field position in the first half. And, like I saw, three drives started inside the red zone. They came away with 17 points. Right, and he missed a couple throws, like like one to Keenan Allen in the end zone. So Herbert, not blame free, of course, but yeah, it's For not sure. not on him on the whole. It it 
it seemed like some person like Eckler is a good player, but they can't run up the middle. I don't know if it means they can't block up the middle. Does it mean they need like a that's where the backup running back should be that guy. And you can use Eckler around. But either way. Doug Peterson looked at all that and he just didn't, he didn't care. <laughs> He's like, I got yeah. the, the wing T, buddy. Come and stop me, fuckface. And Brad Staler's like, I we didn't practice for the wing T this <laughs> week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and the beauty, I saw, who's, I think uh, Ben Solak for the ringer broke it down. They did it to in week, whenever they played him and blew the Chargers out, they had a play where the whole point to pick up a fourth down was to find Asante Samuel Jr. and run right at him. And they did it again with the game on the line. Because it was about to be the quarterback sneak. They snuffed it out, timeout, and they ran ETN around the end for, whatever, 25 yards to set that up. And I think it goes to Doug Peterson has just kind of built that mindset. Like I, He's like, we're going to be aggressive. That's just what we do. Mm-hmm. I don't know how analytic-based he I feel like he's making the right decision. I'm sure he has somebody doing that stuff for him. But Doug Peterson's just like, this is what we do. If he walked in, it was like, would you... You think we could have gotten down 27 and one? And they would have been like, yeah, yeah, we, we all believe that. I also, I still don't know really why they went for two when they didn't have to. That was like, obviously, Big it Dick Peterson, man. <laughs> that's what, that's really what it boils down to. He's just like, I have the largest hog in the league. Like, I, we're going to, I'm not playing to tie to go to fucking overtime. We're getting these two points and then we're winning the goddamn game on a field goal. And he was right. But if you don't get that, that field goal does shit for you. Now, obviously they had plenty of time. They probably would have scored a touchdown. I was, I was kind of yelling at my TV, like, do not settle for the field goal. This is still Jags chargers. Like, the, and he almost missed that goddamn field goal. That was close. Too close. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say this. Doug Peterson says he probably would not have gone for the late two point conversion had it not been for the penalty. And this was I was like, I would. I wonder if he's just trolling Bosa. Uh, this is one of the times when Bosa lost his mind. Doug Peterson's like, oh, we're gonna do it anyway. But oh, uh, he over there losing this shit. Yeah, let's go for two. And they got it. Like I, with the mindset he's putting that team, I feel like if he went up there was like, we're not going for two. They would have been like, what? Right. And like that's the mindset you want in your team. Like, no, we we can get this. We're going for two. We can get this. And they did. Especially when all Trevor <laughs> has to do is apparently stand up. That's all he has to do to convert one. Well, he might be the best short yardage quarterback of like if he was on the Ravens, they score hey, from man. a five when Tyler Listen. Huntley tried to space jam his way into the end zone. He said, Man, I can I'm six six just like that. <laughs> <laughs> He legit tried to jump from like the five yard line, and he. We'll get to that game. Um, <laughs> but the no, Jags move on. We Lombardi's out. I don't know what name or names will be in, but I feel like they'll have their pick of guys. I just don't. I don't think they're gonna fire him. Peyton feels like the move. I just don't think they're gonna do it and then give up the first round pick for me, even if they maybe should. But I. I don't seem like that's going to happen. Every Chargers fan I've seen, I didn't realize this about the Chargers. Their owners are just big pores. Like, they they won't fire Staley because of how much it will cost them, and they won't pay the first and then the contract for Peyton on top of that. Like, I get it's a lot of money. It it's makes probably, sense. It's probably the right thing to do, like, just hire a different coach, though. Like, because this is – I don't think this is the guy. I, I really don't. I think they're, well, they're they have another year to find out. <laughs> we say scoop. I don't think they're poor. I think they're just uh, they don't spend. 
because I saw someone tweet this morning. They're cheap. Yeah, yeah they're not poor. They're cheap. cheap. Yeah, like someone said, like Dean Spano says they don't, they won't spend the money to fire him from his mega yacht. You know, so. Well, I do remember. I remember it most recently with Bosa, but I feel like it's happened. If there's Charger fans, back me up on this. Most of the first round picks they have end up at, like nobody signs immediately because Last they sign, yeah. yeah they like haggle over like the offset language where it's like if we if worse comes to worse and we cut you we don't want you making money from two teams and Joey Bosa was like you just picked me like third dog like <laughs> <laughs> y'all are, like we're already there I feel like that's the Charger shit I don't know if they, I don't know how poor they are I do it's giving cheap though so. It's also time to pay Justin Hurt, or he's eligible to be paid this summer. So keep that in mind with those uh, cheap old chargers. Man, I uh, do, do got to say, Trevor Lawrence, that's a leader of men right there. He really, whew, four interceptions nice. coming back from that. When I saw when I saw the one tweet comparing him to Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah. But 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 it was when I saw this tweet, I was like, oh, he's winning this game. I was like, yeah, this this is the start of something right here. Like, if he wins this game, this is like the start of like him. Like he is him. He's Himothy. Himothy Chalamet. This, this is where the documentary starts. So yeah. Trevor Lawrence, uh, first quarterback to throw an interception on his first career pass attempt in the postseason since Aaron Rodgers' 2009 wild card playoffs against the Cardinals. Rodgers rebounded the throw for 423 and four touchdowns in that game. And we talked about it some in the community. Like, there is something to uh, poise or whatever to where you can throw four first half picks and just not really be phased. Like, I feel like we've seen guys throw one, have one bad pass, one bad pick, and it can, one mistake can lead to two. And for whatever reason, Lawrence, Peterson, nobody in that locker room ever let it really compound. And Trevor Lawrence came out and fucking balled the second half. So, yeah, it was we like, will see. Uh, someone in chat said, um, but it, it, the reason, like, it was easy to bounce back from those is they weren't really his fault. Like, there were great plays by the defenders on some of them. Half of them. Yeah, um, half of them. Half of them. <laughs> like, that, that's, that's what, half of his plays are like, how'd you do that? And the other one's like, oh, how'd they do that? Yeah. Half of it's how'd you do that? As the other half is like, nobody else on the planet could do that, good or bad. So, we got anything else on this one? We'll... Jags uh, Chiefs next week we'll do our previews Friday, but we say go. Yeah, I don't, is that game on a Saturday? Because I already think it's. I be think fun. it is. If it's on a Saturday, oh man! It's, I think, like, not kidding. I think it is. I think it is. We've got a uh, because I know. Yeah, it is Saturday. Because Saturday there are three. It is three it is. current or former Eagles head coaches coaching on three of the four coaches or former Eagles or current Eagles and. Peterson versus Andy Reid. Uh, there's two of them. So that's three of the last four. This just this millennium. Uh, and they're all really good. So congrats to the Eagles outside of the Chip Kelly thing on being really good at hiring coaches. Learn their lesson. <laughs> Learn their lesson. Um, they play Saturday at 3.30 and the Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites. Jagging off. Sure. We're going to be jagging off. Trevor Lawrence don't lose on Saturdays, man. I ain't seen it. So and Patrick Jags, Mahomes' college record wasn't good, so it got lost often on Saturdays. It's uh, Andy Reid off a bye too, though, and that's like historic dominance. Like I think he's lost twice, and they both came fairly recently. 
Doug Peterson don't take buys. He likes to grind. <laughs> so, <laughs> what uh, next game? Who's next? Go back we up. Forty Niners, Seahawks. You get that one out of the way. This was yeah. yeah this won't take long. Least interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, forty-one twenty-three. I learned this immediately. The over/under for that game was forty-two. <laughs> yes. Teams were smashing these overs. I said, "Vegas, you dirty dogs." Every single um, over hit, I believe, all five. I believe they did. And, yeah, no, my mentions were very out on Purdy. Like, he just came up. Somebody just asked, like, Purdy's the quarterback next year, right? And it was, it ranged from, like, of course him and to, no, how could you think he'll be in the league next year? And it's like, I, this feels extreme for watching a guy. That didn't, he had some tough throws his first playoff debut. He had some really nice throws, though. And his nicest throw of the day was dropped by Brandon Ayuk. That you talk about the first play of the documentary. That would have been the first play of the uh biggest per documentary. <laughs> they scored 41. Didn't really look like they broke much of a sweat doing it, man. This wow. is just a machine of a team. And I mean, what can you say? Like Gino had a couple mistakes, but I was like, he faced the number one defense in the league three times. And this was by far his best game. Like, they, they didn't lose this game because of him. Seahawks, they, I mean, they just need more stuff. And they have cap space and picks to get it. But this 49ers team is uh, looking dominant. Well, potentially dominant, I should say. Gino, I should say. Gino played himself into a franchise tag or a contract if they don't. I mean, they can do either <laughs> or. They said they're willing to do franchise tag, though. People said that was crazy, too, man. And again, I pulled up the quarterbacks making between 30 and 40 million. And it's like, you tell Geno Smith and Danny Dimes that they don't belong in this range after what they did. I'm not saying give them like 40, for, like fully guaranteed or whatever, but no, Geno about to, I said three for 90, 70 guaranteed. I mean, we can, we can tweak from there. And, but either way, he will get paid. He should get paid by the Seahawks. Purge still cooking. What do you think the 49ers do do at quarterback? Because I think, I think you trade Trey Lance. That's because uh, he's the one. He's still got the the allure, the mystery surrounds. I, <laughs> you just have to sell that to one team, right? It's interesting because I've also heard it's like, well, they have to win the Super Bowl for Purdy to keep the job. I was like, now we just watched Jimmy G almost win the Super Bowl, and none of us thought he was good. <laughs> but if like if Purdy has a great game but they lose he's out like that feels whack to me yeah. I would say either way Purdy has a one million dollar cap hit next year and Trey Lance has a nine million dollar cap hit and I'm also not even sure that the quarterback for next year is on the team I think he lost last night to Dallas Cowboys probably um, so if the move is yeah sign or add somebody see what you can get for Trey Lance because like if I was the Texans or somebody I would trade for Trey Lance or ain't like there are teams that need a quarterback but probably don't want to aren't ready to take one like top ten. I wouldn't I'm not out on Trey Lance as a player or prospect yet. It's not probably not gonna work out in San Francisco, but it I mean it won't work out. And if you're San Francisco, you can recoup some of that Christian McCaffrey Drake uh draft capital. I think you gotta consider it. Do you think teams want to help the 49ers? I think you gotta look I wanna help myself. Sure, but I'm like, what's the bidding war going to be? Because I do, 
think it's selling low, but I do think Definitely. it's probably worth selling because he's not. I, I think they just go with Purdy. I don't think Shanahan loves Brady. I really don't. I think there's like some weird beef there. Um, so I don't know that he's going to go to San Francisco. And like, why would like why would they want to like they like Purdy's good enough? Like I, this is apparently crazy. not, dude. I'm, he, <laughs> he had a better game than any game like Jimmy G ever had in the playoffs. Which again, low bar for sure. But it's like we saw this guy get them to the Final Four twice. Can we ride out the purd? Because again, he's he's dirt cheap for three right. more years. The dirt is cheap. People, and we all, yeah. Like they'll never drop the seventh round thing. I say that from experience because they still refer to Brady as a six round pick. And it's just like they'll never blame thirty two teams for just being wrong. You know what I mean? Like forever, right. it'll be like because even I find myself doing it sometimes. Like when's he going to start looking like the seventh round guy? Well, he does every game. He did in this game to start off. He missed some throws early, but then he settles us down. Like at a certain point, it's like, all right, if he had gone, if you had swapped him and Zappy and he was just a fourth round pick, people wouldn't be that shocked about what he's doing. Like what Dak did, Dak was a third, I believe. It was a third round third pick. Or third or fourth. Third um, or fourth. Russ yeah. was a third, I think. So it's like, it, there is some historical precedent for mid-round picks doing this just never the literal last pick in the draft. So it's like when you just get rid of that and you just focus on, yeah, this guy was a four-year college starter. Like, I remember hearing his name before his senior mm -hmm. year. It's like a guy to look he at. He had a good career. Yeah, so it was. this isn't horribly – like, you see the flaws every game. Him and Shanahan and the rest of the talent around him – like, if you just dropped him on the Texans, do I think Brock Purdy would be, like, the clear best quarterback in the league? Fuck no. Of course not. A lot of it is San Francisco. I'm not calling him a system guy, but it's like they have the tools around him to mask the mistake or at least make the mistakes seem much smaller than they are. Yeah. Like, there's something, too. We've seen Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, guys that's like, hey, go with the script, man. Like, the, we, we have the script set up perfectly. Stop going off script. So if Purdy's like, I can go on script, I can hand the ball off, I can check it down. Like, we we have skilled players that are good at running after the catch. Can he get them the ball in the position to run after the catch? Yes. And to what you were saying, we get, we, everybody, get quarterback wrong every single year. Every year. Lamar Jackson was the fifth one drafted in his own draft. <laughs> so if it's like, hey, what if we just whiffed on Purdy? Like, we definitely don't have the scheme, play calling, all that, but he's still got to make the throws, and he's doing it more often than not. So, yeah, I'd ride with the Purd. If you can, like, if you can noticeably upgrade, of course, but I'd probably, yeah, trade Lance for what you can get, like, just best for both sides, I think, at this point. And ride it out. Because, again, if they lose in the Super Bowl, but it's not Purdy's fault, it's like you have to replace him? Like, that That would feel crazy to me. Even so, if it is like it's, it's fucking his first year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he <laughs> he can't get better. Like there's there's just no chance that uh, an off season is the starter. No chance that he just gets better with uh, more familiarity. And like he was probably we'll practice see. squad to start the year because Jimmy G was active. Like when Trey Lance got hurt, Jimmy G came in, so right. he was probably elevated from practice squad. What was that week three or four? Yeah, Fender said it, and I remember writing it at the time. I do think. Based off everything I've seen from Kyle Shanahan, the the coach, the assistant coach, I don't think there's a chance in hell he ever wanted Trey Lance. And I don't say that because I think I think Trey Lance is good or has the potential to be good. Right. 
Um, but I do think he wanted Mac just based on everything we know about the type of quarterback he likes. I think he wanted Mac, and because there was still a yeah. lot of tension between him and um, Lynch after John the draft, Lynch. like it's still been a thing. And I think he was overruled. And now that he gets to do it with Purdy and was doing it with Jimmy all season, I think that's what he cares about more. And I think for him now, he gets to show them, like, yeah, get Lance out of here. This is all I need. The counter I've heard to that, uh, which I don't disagree with what you're saying. The counter I've heard was that he realized as you can't scheme it all perfect. Like you can scheme it perfectly for Jimmy G. He has to, at some point you need a quarterback talent that can transcend scheme because you're going to run into a Mahomes or a somebody that we're throwing off scheme and they need to be able to excel. So I, that was the case I heard where it's like, okay, then we let's get the guy with the most physical tools, which was Justin Field. Um, Trey Lance. Right, that's that's the thing. Like I, right. you, uh, we learned this on. Uh, I just learned this on on cut to it. Do you know what Trey Lance's forty time is? I would get four three four four. Scoob, do you want to take a guess? Oh boy, I cheated. I cheated. I already pulled it up. I was pulled. Okay, up, so I cheated. Four nine two. <laughs> oh no! What did he hop it? I don't know what happened. I I like I was when he said it. I was like, "You're wrong." And then I googled Trey Lance it, the like, second, maybe like his, his I'm box. wrong. Like uh, yeah, that was outrageous. Like that's I, 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 far be it from me to say it. That's fucking slow, dude. Like that's not that. slow. That <laughs> was that after he broke the leg at the bear. Yeah, with the broken ankle. That's to have been because it's like that can't possibly be correct <laughs> like that's byron left which ran uh mike j you were four nine that last he's not athletic at all well they run him like he is so <laughs> well that's what we were arguing about it i was like right. why did they run him up the middle why were they running him ever if he's that <laughs> fucking if he's a statue that's, yeah no my case was all he's thrown i saw it's it's less than 500 passes in the last five years mm-hmm Last five years, like for Patrick Mahomes, probably threw that in three months. Like just in terms of you need to get the reps in, and yeah, they run them like T Tebow was faster in four nine. I don't know how much faster, but no, that is yeah, that must have been Trey Lance the first man. I think y'all was looking at the wrong uh, relative athletic score. I was trying to pull up the video of him doing it, and all the stories say Trey Lance has a good reason for not running a forty yard dash at pro day. Yeah, because he's slow as shit. Yeah, because he's. An old man. Uh, I okay. Houston should not trade for. I don't know if I trade for a four nine quarterback in this in this climate, Mick. I, I just don't know if I could do it. Yeah, Mac Jones ran a four seven or four four eight, so he's faster technically. Considerably. That's yeah. Shanahan was trying to kill him. That's what that was. Sabotage. But the 49ers move on. Uh, who's next? I, I am excited for the Seahawks next year, though. Um, it sounded like Pete Carroll already has a plan of what he wants to do in the draft with the picks they've got. So excited to see what they do. I think that defense is going to be me. scary next so year. So dangerous. That sounds like such <laughs> that a bad idea. <laughs> well, the, they're at five right now. So it's like they could get a, I mean, if they stay put. But if they move, they have already have a ton of draft capital. I could see them just moving down and just reloading again which might not be the worst decision because i like rookie tackles you figure they'll get better i think they need some help interior line you're probably gonna need a either rashad penny or a replace like some kind of 
other running back with Kenneth Walker, and then the rest defense, 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 and resign Geno. And I feel like we're ready to get back at it. Yeah, yeah, that's essentially what he said. He said you look at their defense in the in interior seventies, like they got some beefy boys. We don't match up there. He said we will next year. So yeah, so <laughs> we'll see if he hits those traps. I, I hope so because again, like the pieces here are a lot of fun. So I would like to see them keep building on this and not whiff for like what they did for Russell Wilson's prime. Um, Legion of Boom, best defense ever aside. Uh, who's next? Who else played? It's a oh, surprise boy. close game. Vape juice. Oh, true. Um, true. <laughs> This vaping scan, this man hitting the uh the 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 frizzleberry, Va- uh, that's why them play calls wasn't coming in until two seconds left. School, that was outrageous. I mean, you gotta wonder, was he stoned? Was he stoned? I, I saw for the season they took the third most time all year. To get plays in. They also had the third most delay of games all year. So this feels like <laughs> kind of the trend. Um, and then they said it, uh, maybe it was a Sharpie. I said, is that, the, is that the flavor of the juice? Flavor of the vape juice? I don't know what, what this sick freak is on. And <laughs> now they were lit. The pictures of them standing in the huddle with like three seconds left. It's like, this is not real, man. Well, that... The the fourth and one, because they did rewind the clock. Yeah, they gave him some so, extra time. Yeah, I th- I think they thought they had more than they actually had because I'm sitting there watching it and I was like, they're not even close to. And they didn't have timeouts, so I was like, they don't. They're not you know close they, to. You know why they didn't have any timeouts, Coley? <laughs> because they burned all three to avoid <laughs> to avoid delay of games in the second half. You got a third string rookie quarterback on the road. And it's like they for that fourth down, they had 65 seconds to get the play call in and did not get it in with the added time. And I mean he's hitting he's on the sideline, he's hitting the vape. It's not hitting, so he's trying to plug it yeah. back in, make sure it's charged. <laughs> like he's pressing it three times so the button lights up, charges it. <laughs> He just calls the, the first 15 seconds of the play call. Uh, <laughs> the camera goes to the sideline. He's got a rig set up with the blowtorch. He's <laughs> doing dabs. Yeah, he puts the uh, face mask down. He's like, hell yeah. Now a uh, spider wide two banana. Uh, <laughs> they call him Mike McZaniel in the chat. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop saying that about him. That's not his name. <laughs> um, this feels like another Staley situation to me where it's like you're a wonder kid. You're smart too too smart you know where it takes you too long you overthink it you give your guys three seconds to get out of the huddle type stuff <laughs> that was crazy <laughs> so i saw orlovsky talking about it on twitter and uh he was saying they originally gave them the first down i guess to the coaches yep. like they signaled first down and so he was That's looking he at thought, his yeah yeah, he's looking at his playbook for first down plays. And then, so that was like five seconds. And then they're like, oh no, it's fourth and one. And so he's like, ah, oh, geez, I gotta, yeah, I gotta <laughs> smoke and get my mind right. I, yeah, flip to the back. <laughs> so then he's like, all right, well, now it's a fourth down play and it's just fucking tick, 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 tick. And it's, yeah, that's how they get from fourth and one to fourth and six. Uh, tough scene. In a game that, again, 
You talk about the Bills skating. That game should not have been that close, man. Oh. Bills got to stink, if we're being truthful about it. They got talk to about stink. it. Talk about like, it. I, I, again, I'm a Patriots fan, so I don't like sure. these teams. I do not have a bias one way or the other. I want that on the record first. The refs are calling games to let Buffalo advance. Like, they oh. are not calling penalties against hey. the Bills. We looked at it all game. The Bills consistently were running the clock past zero on the on the play clock and getting their little hot hot hike off and getting their plays off. No flag. I don't think they got a flag until like the late second half. Um, and then there was the Josh uh, the Josh Allen. Let me go try and fight Christian Wilkins. Lose. And then there's a double flag. This flags on both teams. The Dolphins didn't do anything. They didn't do a single thing. <laughs> there's a double flag. I got my eye on it. I got my eye on it. Yeah, Christian Wilkins was like, I'm trying to block you in the most respectful way because I could destroy you. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then Josh Allen, I said he would have more luck trying to push down the stadium. They were inside. They're trying to push down Christian Wilkins. And then even then, Christian Wilkins still ain't really give him what he could have gave him. <laughs> no. He still let him off light. And no dice. <laughs> Then it two what do you have two picks and a fumble, Josh Allen? Yeah. It's just it's good and bad. Like he gets hit and he's so strong he doesn't go down. But while he's staying up, the ball's just out there. Like yeah. the, he's just holding it out. And that's where playoff time, yeah, guys are gonna get that. And Skylar Thompson couldn't take advantage of it, but I wonder if Joey Burrow can. Like we thought seventh round rookies. That's where you gotta give Purd a little credit, man. Thompson wasn't out there uh, devoid of weapons, and he looked like a seventh-round rookie. Like, it's not a knock on him. He looked the way a third-string seventh-round rookie normally looks. And they had no run game to help him out. Like, less than two yards of carry against these Bills. And he just missed a couple. Well, he missed a couple throws. Jalen Waddle was like, I'm, I want to go home, man. I don't like this cold weather. It was me. Fucking Um, speed merchant. No hands. The the anti Lance. Uh, (laughs) I'm saying Bill should have won by Bill should have won by fifty one minimum on this team and didn't. Now again, division opponent playing him the third time. It's always tricky, but not great. Yeah, seven. He was sacked seven times. You don't want the Dolphins be getting. Through to you like that, so getting getting very nervous that the Bengals might beat the Bills now, and I'm gonna have to deal with this every week, and they might just go to the Super Bowl again, and they might win the thing this time. They might. I, I don't tell you, man. They got a good team. Getting um, very nervous. Very <laughs> nervous. Where do you guys stand on? Should this game also be at a neutral site? The Bills, Bengals. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be in Buffalo, right? Yes. If I was a Bengals fan, I'd be yelling it should be neutral. <laughs> uh, no, but I ain't. No so, quarter uh, given to Bengals fans. No bo- no quarter. School tough, man. School drive a hard bar. Uh, 18 of 45. It is, but again, how many of those were dro- like, he didn't have like 12 drops, but he, four or five? Like, they, he had some issues early on. I mean, that water one hit him right in the fucking hands. And if he had hands, it would have been a catch, but he doesn't. 
The one where he jumped for no reason. That one. Uh, yes, very early in the game. Like it was, yeah. I think it was their first drive, and yeah, he just jumped for no reason. It just bounced off of him, and then that was the end of the drive. I was like, well, this game's over. I went to a little humble brag. I went on the treadmill when there was two minutes left in the first half because I was like, ah, oh, that's gonna be halftime. Nothing else is gonna happen. I ran for 25 minutes. I I know the exact amount of time because that's what it said on the fucking treadmill. Oh, I get off. I come out. Lance Armstrong over. I look at the TV and they're walking in for halftime. I said, did someone pause the TV? <laughs> what happened here? And then I look at the score and it was like a tie game or whatever the fuck it was. I was like, what did I miss? I missed like seven touchdowns. Yeah, the first half legitimately took two hours. It was 2.05 when halftime happened. The game started at 12 sharp. I don't know what how. I don't know how. I don't know how. All these games took six out. Was this the one where they pushed the Vikings game back? Yeah. So this was the longest yeah. game. Yeah. For four hours. Yeah. <laughs> it just going they just put the vikings back to 450 and people at the time were like it's not gonna be over by then and i don't think it was i think it, like, was. it was wrapping up yeah it was wrapping up but it was not a wrap and yeah bills now people said bills lost three Bengals lost four so that's why they don't if they had the same i was thinking they both had three they were playing the game against each other i remember <laughs> um <laughs> had one that would have changed the, that's the only if they if right. they were never on each other's schedules i would never bring it up and i don't even know right. if i care about it i've just seen so many people talking about it i wanted the fellas opinion that's all yeah now if i'm if i'm a bills fan i would say yeah they lost one more than us if i'm a, a Bengals fan i would say well we were going to tie that when we played you on monday night two weeks ago so right. i think somebody said they Bengals beat them on the road before so i'd I don't think they, with the way they looked at home here, there's no way you could watch this tape and be like, we're scared to go to Buffalo. Uh, Skylar Thompson almost did it. So, uh, we got anything else on this? The Bills secondary, obviously they've had their injuries. Um, Kyrie Elam, shout out to him. He did make that play on fourth down and cost him his leg. Uh, He immediately cramped up, giving it 110% (laughs) to break up that pass. Um, but yeah, that's secondary. Like if they had Von Miller, Cincinnati's offensive line doesn't look great. As, as no, you talk uh, about a war of attrition, good lord. But if they had Von Miller, I'd be like, oh, the Bills are going to steamroll them without that. And the Bills obviously still have a lot of talent in that front seven. But I don't know. I don't know how they stop them. I, like whatever the over under is for this game, I feel like you have to take the over. I think I want them T Higgins. Uh, <laughs> Overs it's or a, hires for this line for this game. It's only forty-eight. That's suspect. That What's is, the line? Uh, Buffalo minus five. 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 Dude, okay. points. A lot of points. House forty-eight. That's so low. Twenty-seven. Wait. Okay. Don't make me do math. Yeah. Come on, school. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> why did I say a number? But hey, that's not that many points. That's not that many it's, points. <laughs> It was 13 for Skylar Thompson, man. And it's five for Joey Burrow. Okay. Okay. Bills get the dub. Dolphins. The good thing we learned about this from the Dolphins is that at least two is not susceptible to more concussions. Him having three in a calendar year is... Good. Yeah. It's like tearing your ACL before. Yeah. You don't need Tommy John. Um, That was disappointing to hear and he's like he's in the same class herbert burrow all those guys can get paid and i'm just it's like okay so if you're saying he's not prone to having more concussions this won't come up during contract time right 
If you're saying he's just he's just as prone as everybody else, you're not gonna be like, well, we can't give you long term money. You've had concussion. Well, I'm not more, I'm not prone to having anymore, right? So y'all give me my 200, 250 million, whatever he asked for. No problems, right, Chris Greer? Right, Stephen Ross? We're all on the take here. Um, that's yeah. This is this Dolphins GM Chris Greer added conversations with doctors and NFLPA. They've learned two attack of Aloha. Uh, it is not true he would be more prone to having concussions after having multiple this year. Grissus, too, is no more prone to concussions now than any other NFL player. And the question I ask, one, is that true? But two, is it like if he has future ones, aren't they more damaging because he's had three in a calendar year? Or do I have that wrong? Um, so in the replies here, the concussion guy does have a reply. Uh, See, this is okay. Yeah, Chris uh, Nowinski, the doctor, like used to play wrestle. All this says, I'm happy that the team is voicing their support for Tua. While there's a small trend toward concussions becoming easier to get and longer to recover from, it's not a guarantee. Good chances second and third were solely due to going back too soon after the first. Let's hope he's fine. So, I don't know. It just it doesn't sound good, and I just. There, this will be held over him when it's time to pay him, but not when it's time to throw him back out there. Right. This, so this also just feels like the kind of thing where he's like the first person to ever get three in a season. I feel and go keep, you know, uh, three reported, like right. three that we know of. So so, is the research really there into this situation to know this? I don't know. I'm not gonna uh, it, say. It, it feels. I don't know it's the oldest I feel, but it's like I I'm almost slick with Nils, man. It's like should Tua ever play like three in a calendar year feels like life threatening. Not football not just football threatening. But again, he hadn't been paid yet. So that's that's where I'm like, I want him to keep playing so he gets paid. Cause now right. it feels like if he just got three, it doesn't get paid, it wasn't even worth it. Right. And that's probably really stupid fucking way to think about it, but that's where my mind is. Well, it's like, again, this is the offseason for it. So we, we'll see how these contract talks go. Because if they do believe this, and they, they should have no problem paying him. Because that, they were night and day a different team when he was in there. So we'll see how they feel about it by the money talk, as always. Uh, Comfy Joe says, should there be a number that if you get X amount of concussions, you're forced to retire? Uh, no, because then they would just lie so they don't reach that number, which would be well, And that's why I say three reported, man. Well, we know people have had more than three concussions in a year. Def, it probably happens every year, sadly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like seriously. So that yeah, they would just report it as what was Tua's first one? Neck strain when yeah. he just fell down and could not walk. That was neck strain, right? So it'd be oh, he, he hurt his ear, hurt his earlobe. Uh, he'd be all right. So I, I I want him to get paid. I guess it's the only thing I'm rooting for. I want him to right. get paid. So what? The, who else we got? I think we can. You can get another game. I mean, we y'all trying to y'all trying to blow through it, boys. We still got a little tearing to do. Okay, um, okay, we yeah, let's do some uh, Giants Vikings. I was we got this one wrong. I was happy to get this one wrong. I was very happy to get this one wrong. Coley said <laughs> that's what everybody on here believed in the Vikings enough to put them on the bracket, and that's when they fell apart. That's when they fell. Or did Danny Dimes pick them apart? Because that boy was out there. Cooking. A historic game. Literally never been done before. 300 yards, two throwing, and a rushing touchdown. Never happened with no turnovers. Really? Okay. Didn't know that, but again, pay him. <laughs> Time to pay the dimes, man. 
Uh, time to pay Saquon, too. He had a good game. And I just... Uh, Dayball, my coach of the year, man. I feel like, like my vote would have been in before this. I feel like this would have this sealed it. He's a leader of men. And I, I read like the Vikings defense was... They were designed to like stop the big play. And the thing we know about the Giants offense is they don't like the big... Like they only dink and dunk. So you just kind of invited them to do what they do best. And what do you know? What do you know? Danny Dimes being the guy that can rip apart your, your system. What a, what a world. What a world. Listen, again, it's going to be even wilder when that boy get uh, four for 150 or something this year. Because he's going to need to be in that 30 range, too. I think he's worth it, though. I mean, he, he can run. He can... He's shown that if you scheme it up the right way, he doesn't turn it over like we thought he did. So I think it just if the Giants keep him, keep Dable, it's perfect for him, you know? That's the one they got to pay. Fire Dable, keep Danny Dimes. <laughs> <laughs> it went too well. Uh, <laughs> but no, I've seen, like it was similar to uh, Gino. It's like, well, you know. Gino, and more so because they have a top five pick, but it's like, yeah, do you want to pay Daniel Jones $30 million? Yeah, look at the quarterback market, man. That's all I say. Like, if you look at it and replace him with who for what? Like, Saquon, too. I'd franchise Saquon. I mean, unless you can get work out a de- decent deal, but franchise, franchise Saquon, pay dimes, and keep it going, man. They got Kayvon Thibodeau, who, the best dressed man, the best dressed. Uh, tie a woman to railroads tracks her slash defensive end guy I can remember and yeah get some more weapons let it run what a f- what a fit right here man They again they said this man did not like football I asked them would he wear pajamas with a top hat several hundred thousand dollars worth of jewelry if he did not love football huh would he tie natasha to railroad tracks while boris had to save her if he didn't love football mick he can't believe uh <laughs> tiny tim's gonna live uh because the, the christmas <laughs> goose that was donated to him <laughs> this is the the scrooge house was blown up and he lived <laughs> um <laughs> how'd you know his house was blown up i must go uh, got it on What's the does this increase Oakley's valuation? Uh, what are those? What are those on surging in the New York metropolitan area. Haberdasheries lines out the door. <laughs> Thirty-six million dollars in valuation from this interview alone. Uh, yeah, him saying, "I feel like we're bringing uh, bringing back the old school, or we're just making it look sexy." What does that mean? What is what? Are those it means he loves mean? football. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> defensive end tweets. <laughs> Like defensive ends need, just need their own category of tweets now. Wide receivers had it for too long. It's a very dastardly fit, but the boys got it on. I think I the they, chains are what make it bad. Like everything, like the, they just look so out of place with a fit like this. Disagree. I think he definitely <laughs> sleeps like that. Like this is definitely how he goes to bed. So <laughs> I 100%. Like he, people look for the nightcap to turn out the lights. He's like, what? Yeah, where am I? Jewelry. Um, I, I, where's my herringbone? Yeah, where? 
I wish he had a candle on a plate in the locker behind him. That would really tie this all together. <laughs> We've, it's a top hat slash sleeping hat. We turn around and just the top just goes down to his ass. Uh, either way, in on the Giants, in, in on Dayball, despite uh, Scoob trying to get rid of him. Trying to run the man, <laughs> trying to run the man off. Uh, Minnesota eleven and zero in one score games this season until Sunday. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just one of those stats I wish I knew going into the game. You know, those stats pop up after the game. You're like, of course, this is when they fucking lose it. Her cousins never beat the Giants on <laughs> Sunday, the 2023. I said, interesting. Uh, it's predicting a day ball doing a McVeigh when the Super Bowl is mm, like, I'm good. I'm good. Go out on top. Uh, I do for these Vikings, man. Time to pay Jefferson. Dalvin looking. It might be done, man. He do not look like the Dalvin they, they gave the money to. It's also and just that offense isn't really built for running backs. Is it built for Kirk Cousins to throw to TJ Hawkinson? Uh, four, three yards down the field with fourth and eight? Is that what the offense is built for? That's what I've seen. I've never seen a man more covered. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Hawkinson was on that play. To be fair to the Giants, everyone was covered on that play. Like they, it was really good defense, which is which is what brings in the question: like, was the play call good? Was Kevin O'Connell was that the the best play he had for fourth and eight with the season on his line? I can tell that it was not. Uh, and I think Osborne dropped a pass directly before that play that would have made it fourth and short. Uh, mm. So that hurt too. But yeah, that yeah. Was, that was that was a tough look. I also God, this is where I feel old. Dalvin Cook was much better when he wore thirty three. Agree. He wears four now, and it just it's not right. Four is not a running back number. His brother took his powers. Uh, this is <laughs> we're looking at the dots of the play here. Even with it, does feel like weird play design. But there were two options short of the sticks, and he immediately went to one <laughs> to one of them. I just, I think this is what separates me from Kirk Cousins. If I know it's season on the line, I'm going to 18, man. If I get picked off and they run it back and that's it, then that's it. But I, I went to Justin Jefferson. I went to our best player. And, or like, Hawk, I feel like Hawk is their second best receiver. Why is he running this route? He, so 89, we, we start off the cut to it tomorrow. 89 breaks down this entire play. Oh, I'm ready. He's I'm trying ready. to stand up uh, for the Kirkster. Uh, um, I'm out. I'm not ready. Um, he has Hawkinson does chip, which so he can't get that far downfield. Based on how much pressure the Giants get, I just wouldn't have had him chip. I don't know about you. Uh, I just wouldn't have had him do that. And then it's also like the left guard gets destroyed by Dexter Lawrence. Absolutely, Dexter Lawrence. Yeah. and amazing. I think he was all pro this year. First team. Amazing year. And it's like everything to the left of the field is just completely null and void because Kirk can't look that way because that side of the pocket collapses immediately. Because if you're going to give it to one of the guys short of the sticks, you should give it to Dalvin because he has at least some elusiveness to him. Hawkinson's really good. Uh, (laughs) Elusive. Well, in this scenario, I could see him beating this one player, like if more (laughs) so than Hawkinson, who is open for a split second, but by the time the ball gets there, there's just a man on his back like a jan sport like this just was never gonna work no and i'm looking forward to kirk cousins getting some kind of extension it happens every summer 
Um, it'll save some cap space for them. And I like brought up with the Lamar, and we'll probably get that game next. But the nasty man talk. Don't don't forget, Kirk Cousins. I think has had two fully guaranteed contracts. Oh yeah. So and probably Might about to get three. Out. I was gonna say I can't imagine he goes back to <laughs> earning his pay. Like why would he? So. Uh, I know the like their defense needs a lot of help, but it's just this is going to get easier to build after Justin Jefferson's making twenty five, thirty million dollars a year. Thielen might be a wrap there. The line can't block Dexter Lawrence. I don't know if that means you throw him out, but <laughs> maybe you need some help there and, uh, for next season. But Alexander Madison's yeah. a free agent, so. Gavin's backup is also gone. It might be draft one time. Bijan. Because it, it could be. I just look like Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon are guys I look at and it's like, man, like that that elusiveness, like that wiggle just doesn't feel there. And for the Vikings, it won't matter. That season's done. But I, I like I look at guy and I look at like Saquon, and it's like, man, that guy he still got it. That guy's Spinning on the dime, running through people, catching passes, all that. And I'd still franchise him. Let's go year by year, my guy. We don't need to go crazy with that. We got anything else on this game? Who's next? Oh, boy. Bengals 24. Ravens 17. Was this the one game that, did this hit the under? Oh, no. the over-under was 40 and a half. This was 41. Interesting. Interesting to me. Uh, Bengals, similar to Bills, Dolphins, it's like they should have, like playing a backup quarterback, should have won by more. This game should not have been as close as it was. And it was. What do you know? I'm, on the whole, I don't think Huntley plays terribly, but it when a backup quarterback misses a pass, it looks... I thought the same for Thompson. Their misses are... That's what separates the backups from the starters. The misses. Right. Because it'll go in the crowd. Uh, there's no barely miss. And Huntley, he, he played like a backup quarterback. Like, he, I would still, like, next year, I would feel good. Like, yeah, if he's my backup, I would feel good about that. If my main guy was healthy and at the game, which, which he was not. Well, no. Apparently, NFL rules say... Injured players don't go to the games. Someone said, "Well, you don't have to." Oh, it's optional. Okay, okay. it's op- you don't have to. But in this case, it's if he's there, if he's not there, it's going to be a story, and it will be a story. So it's been all the t- like, is he missing rehab? It, I think it's people that still legitimately do not think he's hurt, which is crazy to me. And. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins said some things. Said he's tired of not getting the ball, tired of being held back. Said Huntley should have never been in that position, in the position on the sneak. Then he added, "If we would have had Lamar, we would have won too." I don't see any, don't see any lie. Oh, Scoob not not going for it. Uh, just block that guy. Yeah, I did just block that guy. <laughs> oh, for this, for Get this report, yeah. <laughs> he, you said one in three with Lamar in the playoffs, but okay. Eh, I, who cares? Bye bye. I and I will say, Scoob's got the jerseys on. I was disappointed to see Michael Vick and Sean Payton. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, that I, was very that that was disappointing to see them give that terrible advice. It's a Desmond Ritter jersey. I got the wrong number for some reason. There you go. Um, that's uh Young Hui Koo, I believe. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, just very, and I was I was happy to see RG three come out and like post his picture. Like, no, don't just put a brace on it and go out there. This is what can happen. So I I don't feel any kind of way about Lamar not playing. I legit think he's hurt. The not showing up to the game, I don't even think it's a big thing. But because of the situation, the way it is now, it's gonna be a big thing. And. I legit don't know where they go because it sounds like he wants fully guaranteed and it sounds like they do not. And if that's the divide, I think they should trade him right now. Well, I think that doesn't gone. feel like a div- What do you say? I think he's gone. It would seem that way because I think the offer was, I think it was 250 with like 133 guarantee, which you can't say they like didn't offer him or like let him just told him to go get an offer. But at the same time, Kyler got, I think, 190 guarantee. Russ got 180, I believe, and Deshaun got 230. So if he's like, I want fully guaranteed, that's what I want. And they're like, we will not, we do not, for whatever reason, we do not, then they should trade him right now. Yeah. This doesn't feel like a thing that's going to be resolved in a year after a franchise, like make him play on a one-year franchise tag. That doesn't feel healthy. So, I don't know. It just feels like... I don't know what number he asked for, but what's the options like to replace him? You could get a haul for him, of course. And if the Ravens are like, yeah, we're nobody gets fully guaranteed. We're the Ravens. Yada, yada, yada. OK, but now you're restarting with Har- you keeping Harbaugh and Roman. That's what you're restarting with. OK, I don't know how you watch Tyler Huntley put the try to jump over the line like that. And you're like, all right, we can't pay Lamar. I guess they said after the game it wasn't supposed to be a leap. It was just supposed to be a QB sneak, which isn't really much better to me. Like He he would at least had some push, though. Yeah, they definitely had the guys behind him trying to push, but it's also like you have, out of all the games the Ravens fucking play, and maybe this is why, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards are never healthy simultaneously, ever. It's always one or the other. You've got both of them, and you're not giving either of them the ball here? That's... That's where it's like you're trying to do too much. Like, just give the ball to... Gus Edwards is so hard to tackle. It looks so hard to tackle the Gus bus. And they're like, no, we got Huntley doing a windmill from the free throw line. <laughs> We're the smallest of these three. I think I saw Dobbins <laughs> was one of... Like, statistically, one of the better goal line runners. Like, it's just kind of what he does. Like, over two years split by injury, J.K. Dobbins is at six yards of carry for his NFL career. So if he's like, yeah, I should have got the ball. He's not wrong. And, I mean, at the same time, that was a 12 or 14-point swing, however you want to look at it. And for the Bengals, it's like, why was this this close? I think, like, the Ravens defense played well, something to play in a division opponent three times, all that. But why was this this close? Like, is this fluke like Bill's Dolphins? Do they get it, you know, out of their system against each other next week? Or I just remember, I was like, Joe Mixon looks slow, and I feel like he has all year. I don't know if that fixes itself. And He's good and washed up. About time. Listen, I got a bone to pick with Mark Andrews. Uh, oh, he sold it that game. Except for one play when he turned into the fastest man alive. Trey Lance would still be running trying to get uh, Sam Hubbard. If he recovered that fumble. And Mark Andrews takes off like DK Metcalf. 
And I thought he got blocked in the back. I was like, I, no, he would have caught. Like he would have caught him. Um, yeah, Mixon's a plotter now. Eesh. Eleven for thirty nine. That's that's plodding all right. So, hmm. We got anything else on this game? Oh, <laughs> Cole, you you want to ban running into the kicker? No, I'm for it. Like, yeah, banning the flag. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, that's what I mean. The, Get uh, the flag out of here. The, what are they? What are they so protected for? What are they? They they can't be hit. Get out of here. Stop taking so long to kick, kicky. Just get the ball out. I, I thought was it the Ray. I thought one. I was like, he's just gonna fall down every time, man. You should just right. fall, in the playoffs. Fall down every time, man. You only need one to like extend the drive that wins the game. Like fall every time. Habit. Oh, I'm yelling. I'm yelling like Mello getting a rebound every time I kick the ball. <laughs> ah! And I'm hitting the ground. So I know they didn't even send a rush. They all 11 went back and I'm still falling. There's even no the, reason not to. It's the easiest. And then is like, I, he fell. <laughs> oh, he just throws the flag in the way. And this, is this our last? Yes. Yeah, this is our last game. Last night at game, I say. The Dallas Cowboys. Went on the road and Dak Prescott was dealing, buddy. Dealing. Four touchdowns through the air, five total. And the Bucks stink. Who knew? Turns out they aren't who we thought they were. No, it turns out they're exactly who we thought they were. And I got to say, Scoob, I just want to thank you personally for drafting touchdown Lenny in the draft. Because you took him, uh, I ended up getting Dalton Schultz later, and that pushed me up into the money. Me and Connor won that draft, so I thanks to, thanks to you and Touchdown Lenny um, for that. I am appreciative. Tom Brady threw 66 passes, eh? <laughs> <laughs> One for every year of his age, because he's old. Uh, where's Brady go, man? Retirement? I don't think that's even an option, honestly. Really? I don't think there's a. I'd, what have we seen to think that Tom Brady, in any part of his life, is like, you know what? This is this is what I should do. I'm gonna do it. He looks like shit. He's, he's going to play again. When has that stopped him? Is is what I ask you. He looked like shit against the Titans, against the Patriots. <laughs> Played nine more years, like. <laughs> I feel Did like the only see? question legit is which team. I I 100% think he's coming back. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I, want, I don't even think it's a question. I think he plays next year. No, I don't think it's a question. It, it's probably his, at the end of his press conference last night, he very much made it seem like he's for sure done with Tampa. <laughs> he, like, thanked all the reporters. And that like, I agree with. Uh, I can't remember the, the corner who picked him off in that Titans game. And there's a former Patriot. Logan Ryan. Too. Yeah, Logan Ryan. Thank you. Uh, sent him that football and asked him to sign it. This which was very mean. Uh, That's the only reason I knew funny. it was Logan Ryan because I saw yeah. that. Very mean, but very funny. Um, Hilarious. I don't know. I th- it, the Raiders are moving car. Uh, we saw the notes app, so I, I yes. feel like that's on the table. I don't like the 49ers, maybe, but I really don't think that's going to happen. Um, it sounds nicer than Ra- I think Raiders makes a lot of sense. 49ers sounds nicer than it it just has like the hometown feel and all that right um uh but that's 
Like he's not going to the Panthers. I still think Sean Payton already ruled out the Saints. That still makes the most sense to me, and they're just not going to do it. It makes too much sense, apparently. Well, I, I, feel, I think Sean Payton is about New Orleans the way Tom Brady is on Tampa. He's like, I'm just, I'm going to continue this. It will not be here. Tired Titans. Vrabel's up there. Tannehill's last year of his, Tom Brady in Nashville. They just have no pass catchers. Got Derrick Henry, though. Maybe. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't, school, were you, you think he retires, I just, like, retires for what, at this point, what? To go home to who? And I say that not even being mean, but it's like, it feels like the decision was made. He's like, I'm, I'm not done playing yet. Could try to win them back. Not playing like this. <laughs> they don't want him at home, and he don't want to be home. I, I do like the Titans. I, I, I could see the Titans. I say he's not. It's like he, who's basically the perfect. Uh, Jets is interesting because it's like Jets who. Tampa was the perfect situation. Like we we're literally a quarterback away mm. last time. So the question is who's a quarterback away? The Raiders are not a quarterback away. The no. Jets, potentially a quarterback away. So uh, the Raiders make the most sense to me just because they have Devontae and Waller and all Renfro, the weapons. Yeah. And it's like a, a play caller he's accustomed to. So that's where it makes sense to me. I don't know. And I, the Jets did fire LaFleur, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The so well, there could be yeah. some there could be some uh, room there, too. Uh, so the Jets wouldn't shock me, but that would be very funny. Broadway Tom uh, Commanders I've, If I'm Bray Why even bother man They got some weapons too like But you're the worst team in that division That division is loaded So mm-hmm. we have, That's the Raiders play Go to go to the worst team in the division And help us out I gotta say this You wanna play Mahomes twice a year Does he care about that I feel like a, a younger Tom wouldn't care about that at all. This age, Tom might care. He's he's not he, trying to not make the playoffs. Well, he's like I I want to play the Chiefs defense twice a year if that, if that comes with the playing the Pat stuff. It's a risky proposition. Like their defense wasn't great this year. Who knows nah. what they're gonna look like next year? I, Raiders make some sense just because, like they do have. I think it's number seven pick right now. They would have to trade, I mean, basically tell Carr to find a home before they release it. Trade him so you'd have a little extra capital. So if you're able to tell him, hey, okay, we're bringing back Jacobs, you pick your coordinator, and we're using every draft pick on defense. That's that's the case. New mm-hmm. stadium or whatever, if, like, if you care about that. Or line. Brady jersey would be the, the number Raiders, one. Yeah. I don't know where the Raiders line stacks up, but there as well. Yeah, like I'd need some answers there. And for Tampa Bay, man, I was one, I was like, did they – they might just need to go back to the last setup, man. It just felt like everything worked better when Bowles was defensive coordinator. And if I understand it correctly, like Leftwich and Tom Brady like worked on the offense together through the week, but Arians called the plays because it's like that's where Leftwich succeeds, like putting right. together the plan. But the actual play calling that was Arians. But I think Aaron he's he's not moving, man. He got sand between his toes. Very cushy. I think Leftwich so, got fired. Did he? I think so. Oh, I hadn't seen that. Was that? I mean, it wouldn't surprise. I just, it was like the Todd Bowles. I think they said he's had in the six years he's had a head coach or been a head coach. He's had like five coordinators and like none of them have, or the offensive have been good. 
So I was like, maybe I just need to go back to the last year, whatever the setup was last year. Okay, so this is it's from Dove Climbing six hours ago. Bucks to fire uh, off. Who's he sourcing though? Uh, pewterreport.com, whatever that is. But Pewter Report okay. is a credential media site that has covered the Bucks for decades. So. Oh, okay. Well, because I was going to say, Kleiman, he's not a liar. He's a compiler. So if it was said, okay. somebody said it. So oh, maybe he did. I just hadn't seen it. Okay. So P- PFT's saying it also. Okay. So if Leftwich is out, would that keep Tom Brady? If he's like, hey, man, like, I just, we just need the offense. I think he's just done with it. Like, Dumb. done with Tampa. Yeah. Well, so, defense took a step back. Their line was mangled since the preseason. Oh, horrendous. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think he's just like, no fucking thanks. <laughs> I just, yeah, I think Jets, Raiders, again, Saints would appear to make the most sense. Falcons could use a quarter. Tom Brady coming to Atlanta would be the end. The end. Tua um, for Brady? If I'm Tampa, I'd do that. I mean, he's leaving. Like, it sounds yeah, like, crazy. you know what I mean? He's yeah, so he's, <laughs> yeah, they don't get, di- I think that would be the appeal of the, like, you just sign him for only money. And if you're a team that's like, we want to go one year to two years, we don't want to sign a five-year anything. I don't think he does either. He's been signing with like two at a time, basically, if not one. Sounds right, yeah. So, I would probably, Raiders are, Jets makes a lot of sense, but. We'll see, because Tampa needs a lot of help, man. Like they need to tear. Like they, I think they should tear it down. Yeah, yeah. Like it's you compete. This was with his third year in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. Won the Super Bowl. Yeah, third year in Tampa. It's like y'all had some of these pieces before. That's why he was enticing. And it's like y'all ran the course, man. Y'all, y'all did it. Y'all, y'all cut down the nets. You, you succeeded. At this point, what could you get for? I know Godwin just signed, but like, what could you get for him? For Mike Evans, Levante Dave? I feel like they probably got a couple individual defenders. Oh yeah, you could you could get some stuff for, and maybe they just like Kyle Trask has been the backup. If you just roll out Trask next year and be like, let's just see, man, because it. I feel like the mistake would be trying to like trade for Derek Carr and being like, no, we can just keep this train running. It's like, no, you can't. Like you had a again, you had a great run. It succeeded. That's why you're at this. You're at the end of it. But um, I feel like along with that, Bowles is probably not returning, right? Because it's like if we're resetting, I want to reset everything. If they reset, so some folks on Twitter saying, "Don't be surprised if they're like a top ten pick next year." A top five. This team stinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, they, not. they should intentionally stink. There's yeah, no like, reason. I think they have all their own picks and stuff. So, like, I would keep Worfs. I would keep Via Vey. I'd probably see, yeah. Worfs is a keeper for sure. But, and see from there, because, yeah, there, there's pieces to rebuild this, but they're all old right now. So, that's it. And is that our last game? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, wait, we got to talk about the kicker missing four extra oh, points. Oh, man. How is that possible? I, He's on the tape. I wasn't, uh, I, I wasn't watching live, and I just kept checking the score periodically. And when I, I thought like the the app was lying to me. Like I couldn't. <laughs> I'd have to cross reference with Twitter because I was like, if someone's missed three, 
I know he's getting clowned. And sure enough, there he was getting clowned. And why is this game 18 to zero? <laughs> yeah, they go for two every time. What's happening here? Nope, just missing frequently. Uh, very funny. And uh, Scoob, you're, uh, Frank the Tank had a, a all time zinger. Wait, what did he say? I missed it. I missed oh, it. Oh, man. I think this is after the second miss extra uh, point. He said, uh, Cowboys kickers on a uh, dating app looking for Miss Wright. Ooh, folks. folks. <laughs> we still got the fastball. <laughs> I, I, I saw that getting quote tweeted from pockets of the internet who have no idea who Frank the Tank is. So I was like, oh, this is, this is a heater then. This is, all, this is everywhere. We got him a smoker. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Dude, Frank, dude, Frank got more views than ever on this one. Million million impressions, man, for this one. Good, not enough. Not enough. Not on a enough. dating app. Enter. Looking for Miss Wright. <laughs> Crack of the bat, Frank. Crack of the damn bat. Um, but no, Meyer was 90% this season. And he was 9 for 11 on kicks from over 50 yards. Like, he's been automatic. And that's why I was like... I, what do you like if you're Dallas? What do do you cut him? I don't think you can, right? He was two nails for you all year. This was one you hope a fluke. It didn't matter in the game situation, but who do you get now that's be, like that? That would be my you're replacing him with the 33rd best kicker at best. It's 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 crazy because the game before that he was 0 for 1, only had one kick, they lost 24 to 6. Before that, nine straight games with over three kicks made. What is up with that? It That's the kind of shit that breaks my brain. I'm like, how does that happen? Nine straight games? And then he misses four in one game? What's going on? He's, on some, he's on some James Crowe shit. Like, he's just trying to get to free agency. It, he tore the ACL in his kicking knee week 14. He just can't <laughs> tell anybody. Uh, I mean, th- that third kick, he he was so lazy going up to that one. He kicked it. He knew it's second and left his foot. He said, yeah, and go back to the bench. That one missed. I did, too. Uh, <laughs> and I <laughs> I shit on Buck and Aikman a lot. I will say, I thought they, they called a good, like, they came in with the energy, which was noticeable after the, the Dungy, hey. Al Michaels. I'm generally, a, I, like, I'm fine with Al Michaels on the call. But when it's the what, third biggest comeback in NFL history, and he's like, yeah, the kick goes through his flag on the play. Um, and Dungey, Dungey's in the bathroom. Like, Dungey just doesn't say anything for like two minutes, two minutes straight. And so, no, they brought it. And then, no, nah, Aikman was on Myers' head, man. Joe Buck said, you, you just have to feel terrible for him. And Troy Aikman didn't say anything. Uh, he just said, fucking don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, maybe you do. I, I think you got to make the fucking kick, Joe. Uh, so I will give them their credit. And uh, Romo and Nance was, I'm just thinking of the different booths in the game. Romo's, uh, Romo's been awful pretty much all year. Like, that's that shine from when he first started has worn the fuck off. You talk about he picks one player on uh, every game and he's like, this is the best player of all time. And he makes me actively hate people because of how much he goes like he's like Josh Allen's is like Tom Brady and Michael Vick combined. It's like, no, he's not. What are we talking about here? Well, he'd say that as Josh Allen's like throwing a pick in the reds or like fumbling, <laughs> and he's like, never been better. The line really let him down. I'm like, he's swirling the ball around, waiting for it to get knocked out. <laughs> and Romo's like, I don't 
know, Jim. Deion Hawkins, he's just got to block better there, Jim. James Cook's got a chip there, Jim. Uh, I think Nance is kind of over it. Like, he used to go back and forth on, like, the energy. Now he's just like, fourth down. Uh, three to <laughs> go. <laughs> so I, I say I did like Romo and generally like him, but that was not a good, not a good showing for him. Not what? What's the best playoff booth we have? Then we'll we'll get into our. We got some tiering to do. Uh, the Olsen one was pretty good. It was it Olsen and is that Eagle Iron Eagle? I think so. I think yeah, so. I think so. Yeah, I don't mind them. I will. I'll give it to a. I think Tariko Brink for like big call, like on the the that ninety eight yard return. He was jumping through the roof. Like that's what you should be doing. Al Michael there. Yeah, Hubbard's at the fifty. He's at the forty. We'll see if he'll cover. Um, so I was saying, Michaels would still be talking about uh, like whether or not he crossed the goal line as he's running back. Like, well, they're gonna have to review this. We don't know if this is official. Uh, crowd's going like run bananas. Runs down the center of the stripe. Uh, he's like, eh, you know, every isn't that right, Gene? Gene's like, are you throwing it to me for? That was a touchdown. Uh-huh. <laughs> The man, I didn't. See, I did see Peyton just being generally disgusted and wanting to kill Brett Meyer. Pretty good, Meyer. Um, I mean, listen, no one throws kickers under the bus like Peyton. So, like, you know, he was ready to fry him up after the first one. He said, "Get him out of here, man." <laughs> Brett Vanderjet. Uh, he was a uh, Burkhart. People saying Kevin Burkhart, not I. Yeah. Excuse me, um, but yeah, yeah, I would agree. That's a good booth. And yet the the record, some in chat were saying the record does need to show that Frank the Tank was at the Bills Dolphins game, but he left before the fourth quarter because he booked the wrong yeah. flight and had to leave early. So <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting that notification like at the game. You coming back, you got a dog in one hand, a couple beers. Oh, let me check my phone. Checking in. Um <laughs> Leaves in an hour. Uh, I didn't know that. That's very funny. Oh, That's um, hilarious. Maybe it was Big Cat. Big Cat might have booked the wrong time. Big Cat. The, oh, no. the, the, the replies here are out. They're they're saying I'm seeing multiple names. Um, someone's sister. Made, Big Cat made does it. book Frank's flight. So this. So then it, it was Big <laughs> Cat. Then it was Big Cat. Then Big Cat's fault. Then. <laughs> but yeah, three million dollars fortune. This, <laughs> yeah. Um. He's like Frank. You know what time it is in Thailand, don't you? Um. <laughs> You're going to be over there with Kingsbury. Oh, Cliff uh, flying off to Thailand the second he got fired. What's up with that? What a move. One-way one ticket? One-way ticket, too. What does he know? Uh, I don't know. God bluff him. Uh, no, we do. We do have some tearing to get to today, Hinkema. And it's a little bit different. Uh. But something in the community just I think it crossed me and Scoob's desk at the same time. And it just did it just didn't sit right in our spirit. Some of these been going around, but like the the, the fast food brackets. I know we've done some tiering before, but I know we've never done any bracketing style. And I couldn't find the exact I think it had the same restaurants and different you can customize the seating or whatever. I I feel like we just play it straight, play it how it lies. Mm-hmm. Um we jump right into it. McDonald's versus Long John Silver's. I know where I'm. I'd vote Long John Silver's so motherfucking fast, dog. But I know I'm in the minority. I know it's me and Ball Sauce. That's it's literally a, just us two eating LJS. So I'll open it to the floor. I That's horrifying. I don't think I've ever had Long John Silver's. I've seen one. I never had it. 
you don't know what you mean. You like five star dining school? You like you like the best goddamn oh, meal you've ever had in your no, life? You don't get to you don't get to do this. You don't get to pretend. Uh, <laughs> you ever, what if Peter Luger's was better, school? That's what Lon Johnson. What if, what if it was a six star Michelin rating? That's what Lon John Silver's is. The only Long John Silver's I've ever seen was like off of train tracks. Like it was right next to the train tracks. Listen, real seafood, man. That's where they were getting the fish, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right off the train. Um, I love Trill. I love Boss Sauce. I don't understand the Long John Silver's fixation. It's you don't like seafood. Horrifying. You don't nah, like seafood. Listen, I don't think that's the problem. I don't. I've you don't tried, like seafood. I've, I've tried the hush puppies from there. I've tried the hush puppies from there. Those were horrible. Hush puppies are hit or miss on the whole. You don't like seafood. Of course you don't like a seafood restaurant. They sell chicken at Long John. Chicken at Long John Silver's. And the Krispies too? Ooh, wee. They shut down Ooh. mine, man. And I, I go there every day on the day they, every year on the day they shut it down and cry like an elephant. I just cry for hours. Um, <laughs> K Tate, no. Brian, no. There's some, some real eaters in here. Uh, <laughs> what's the vote? McDonald's or Lon Johnson? Are we going to go with the one seed or the scrappy uh... 700 seed? Yeah. <laughs> McDonald's. the arches, man. The arches. Where's, where's YC? YC knows you can get a nice fried fish at McDonald's. <laughs> Several of them. Um, okay. Jack in the box, Bojangles. Is the box the higher seed here? I think I, so. I think it's four or five seed. This might okay. Be. <laughs> I, okay. The box has the variety. Like they got like tacos, burgers. I think they got fish. YC verify for me. Um, <laughs> Bojangles has the... Bur- I will say, I think Bojangles bowberry biscuits are the best item here. I would lean Bojangles like, for that. I think they have the strongest... Like haymaker, but I'm listening because again, Jack in the Box does have the variety. Bojangles has chicken and biscuits, a lot of them, but chicken and biscuits. That's the one. Mm-hmm. You get your pack of them steam, like the the ice and still on a man. Best breakfast you had. They do have a good like good chicken sandwich <laughs> breakfast. Nikki said Jack in the Box master of none. That's right. Yeah, they're, that's they're that's, much. Ex- that's exactly it. They're like, we have food. We definitely have food. There's no denying that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And a C, like a mascot that may be a serial killer, but we have it. So it is Master of None versus, I think the Bo Bear, it's a a heavy hitter, but I'm listening. I like Bojangles a lot. I like pretty much every, I think they got a good ice too. Let's not overlook the ice. Uh, So I'm going Jangles here. I'm fine with Jangles. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Jangles. I haven't had either one, so. I was gonna say Jangles is pretty regional. Uh, yeah. Jack in the Box may be. There's no Jack in the Box your way school. It's not some here, but I've had them in like Tennessee. Is where Just I had Jack West, in the Box. Oh, I've only seen it West Coast. I've never seen it anywhere else. I had Tennessee. Was it somewhere in the somewhere where I was surprised there was a Jack in the Box? Maybe it wasn't Tennessee, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I think we can go Jangles here. I'm trying to see if there's a Jack in the Box. Nope, none within ten miles. So. I'm not 11 widest, miles away, yeah. Not the widest net I've ever seen cast, but <laughs> <laughs> every single one of these restaurants is 11 miles away in Scoops. Like, I never had McDo- McDonald's. I don't Scoops uh, peering out his window, like, don't see one now. <laughs> um, Arby's versus Panda Express. I go Arby's here. Oh, yeah. 
McMahon's thinking it over. I go Arby's here. No, I listen. People, especially on the internet, get very uh, cagey when Arby, Arby's gets brought up. I'm an Arby's fan, so I, I thought I was gonna have to fight harder for this. No, I'm just. I, my nephew loved Panda Express, so that's why I was like, it's fine. But no, nah, I'm Arby's. I, I pointed out that they have boneless wings now. He didn't even said I was like, I might try them, and I was. I I don't like when people try to shit on Arby's. Because it's popular. I was like, I don't think that's why people shit on Arby's. But I love the chicken sliders. They're so good. So good. Yeah, I think, I, I think we go Arby's. Here. I see some panda in the chat. I, we, I see a lot of panda in the chat. but people. I'll say this and make sure the whole chat hates me. The people who like Panda Express live in places that have garbage Chinese food. Like they, It would be like if we threw Pizza Hut up here for people from... Alaska. Like, I assume they have bad pizza in Alaska. So it's just like, yeah, of course you're going to like that over right. that. Like, I don't think, like, it's fine in the middle of the mall if you're just trying to eat something. Like, it's genuinely that's what fine. It, yeah. That, yeah, I that's get exactly excited what it when is. I see a bees. Yeah, I, I, I think it's bees here comfortably. You gotta imagine, though, a guy in Alaska that can make a good pie. That's a very powerful person. That is a powerful person. I don't want to offend him. Uh, but I do think my point still stands. And yeah, Panda Express, trash. I hate it, but my mom and my brother are probably their favorite restaurant, but I can't stand it. I'm I'm like, what you want to, y'all be driving the uh, the long way around. Is Panda Express over here? Ah, Why you say that? Uh, Subway versus Dunkin' Donuts. I'll (laughs) stay hungry, man. Yeah, It's a bloodbath. What's the opposite of a bloodbath? A clean (laughs) bath. I don't, (laughs) I'll defer here. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts and a wash. Yeah, I'll give it to Coley here. I'm not going to defend Subway. Right. Okay, yeah. Subway stinks. <laughs> Woo! KFC versus A and W. I feel like these are usually connected to a Long John yeah. Silvers. Um, <laughs> they all are yum brands. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm at KFC in Right, decades since they had them hot wings, and I don't know if I've ever had A and W food because again, if they're connected to a Lon John Silvers, you know where my, you know where my dollar lies. So A and W food is so good. The corn dogs, mini corn dogs, uh, the chicken strips, the fries. I love A and W food. I they don't have it okay, anymore. We can go, yeah, we can go A and W. I'm fine with it. I I reminisce. It used to be the it, it would be a drive-in. You know, you'd go in, they bring it out to your car. That was cool. Proper country. Yeah. Okay, we'll go A and W here. Who's next? Then in Canada, <clears throat> if A and W Canada, they take it a whole. It's like a whole huge thing there. They love it up there. Tim Hortons up there now. Uh, <laughs> Chick Fil A versus Steak and Shake. I don't know if the gap is. I just feels like this is the three fourteen matchup that might be a little plucky, but I do think it's Chick Fil A. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Chick Fil A. I only had Steak and Shake one time. It was alright. Ste- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Steak and Shake is fine. It's not bad. It's fine. Chick Fil A got a lucky draw in the seating. Is all I'll say. Agree. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see how this holds up uh, when they run. They ain't play nobody. Is what I'm hearing. This is okay. This I like how they another one I saw was like pizza versus pizza, and I was like, that's too easy. Um, Popeyes versus Domino's. This is tough. I don't know if it is. The way it's tough is like 
this is very much de- like if I saw these next to each other, it wouldn't be like, oh, this is a tough decision. I would just go with whatever I'm more in the mood for. That's right. why it's tough because these there's zero Venn diagram. Like there's no <laughs> rhyme or reason to be comparing these things. So that's what makes it tough. I hate to see Domino's go this early. I'd go Popeye's. Yeah. All right. I'd go Domino's, but I'll I know this hurts school's feeling. He's about to walk to uh, the Domino 11 miles away as soon as we get off for core. Domino's shouldn't be. They shouldn't be a first round exit. Domino's is better than that. Yeah. This is cruel, cruel bracketing, cruel bracketing. What can you do? Popeye's moves on. Taco Bell versus Church's Chicken. This feels like the bell. I like. I don't eat either of these, so I'll defer. <laughs> yeah, the bell feels like the bell. Yeah, yeah. We got burned through some of these. Okay, now we now we get into it. Uh, I think we're still on one side of the bracket, but McDonald's versus Bo Jangles. I'm sick of the arches. Is it the arch? Yeah, this is, yeah. Thirty point win over a, a damn good Bo Jangles team. Nothing to hang their head about. Arby's and Duncan. Going Arbs here. They got the meats here. I don't go to Duncan at all. Would you get I, coffee there? Hey, I'd go Arby's too. I'm with your school. It is. That hurts. Not as much as that roast beef uh, <laughs> <laughs> exiting your system. Uh, A&W versus the Chick-fil-A. Ooh. I think Chick-fil-A got another good draw, man. Yeah, they're good. Like I'm, it's still like I don't know how good their team is, but I, I think they got another good draw. They got lucky. They got lucky. Popeyes versus Taco Bell. I I got Taco Bell. I'm leaning pop. Oh, don't make me the tiebreaker. Oh, you got all this. <laughs> Break it up, Scoop. Whiskers isn't a Mexican food guy. Like I, I gave Tyler his first burrito lifetime. Like he's he was very I, late to the game there. Listen, I, no, I went with the bowl, man. I don't. I'm not a burrito guy. Yeah. That's so uh, I'm gonna go. I vote for... I'm gonna go Taco Bell. I think. Oh, but yeah, I think I'm gonna go Taco Bell. Fine. Yeah. I, I feel like yeah, Chad agreed. So I'm yeah, I'm fine with it. A late Bell Popeyes push from the chat, but too late. Too little. Too late. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's versus Arby's. The initials for roast beef makes me think. Um, oh wow, it I'm is sticking with the arches. I think it's the arches, man. Yeah. Like I, I don't want to say final. We might just <laughs> yeah, we might just pencil them into the final final four at minimum. Uh, Finally, Chick Chick Fil A, Taco Bell. This is the bell. Yeah. The bell moves on. So now oh. the arches come on, man. Gotta be the arches. I think that this is a one seed meeting a two seed in the final four, and it's just like 18 point victory, man. I think it's the arches. Yeah, it's the arches, but I'm I'm proud of the bell for making this run. Oh, we're on the other side of the bracket, baby. We're we're about to be cooking with grease now. Big grease. <laughs> <laughs> the greasiest grease. Burger King, who that commercial I hated. It Ooh. will not work on me. Whopper, 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 single Scoop, double, triple whopper. <laughs> Coley, cut scoops vine. Um Burger King versus White Castle. I'd go castle, but I I've made it clear I'm not generally a BK fan. I'd go with the castle, man. 
couple sliders late at night. They used to have the chicken rings, which were the... There should be... We just went straight to, like, tender strip finger. And White Castle's like, what about chicken rings? And they were amazing. So I would go White Castle here. I don't like I Burger King, but I've never had White Castle, so... It's better than Burger King. Ooh. I like the King. They're not what they used to be. I'm the first to admit that. <laughs> that commercial doesn't even bother me. Like, I, for whatever reason, it like doesn't it. piss me off. Uh, while everyone else complains about it. I don't know. This, this feels like a, they're having a mid-off, kind of. It's it like uh, somebody said White Castle is horrible. It's like, yeah, that's <laughs> Spidey. Um... Is White Castle a Harold and Kumar merchant? I could be. Or Harold and Kumar White Castle merchant. It's <laughs> one way to look at it. Some perspective I here. The, I go with the king. I, I would, they do have a good, I feel like the king would go, I, my vote would be White Castle, but. I'm fine with if the king advances the king. I I don't think he'll go far, so I'm fine with the king advancing. Right? Yeah. Neither of these people are going deep. Yeah, I'm adv- yeah. I'm advancing the king because the breakfast, French toast, and stuff like that. I was I will. Burger King does have a good breakfast. I will give him that. So and also McDonald's stayed away from bacon from ye- like McDonald's just could not figure out bacon while Burger King was just slamming it down your throat. I've eaten too many quad stackers in my life to not vote for the king here and now. Donald, you said that's circular bacon, man. I miss it. Oh, I miss it. What a burger versus Culver, school. I gotta go. What a burger here, man. What a burger is great. I think you have. You had Culver's. I have. I was not Ooh. a fan. Wow. I was. I was say- not. But e- even then, I think what a like shine. Even if I liked Culver's, I really liked what burger. So it's like big fan. I haven't had Whataburger, but Culver's has kind of fallen off, and I even got them on record. I got them oh. on... I'll, I'll, I'll never forget. I tweeted at them, and I said, your cheese curds suck now. And they replied to me, and they said, due to supply chain issues, we had to change our breading. I don't give a damn about the supply chain. I want my curds. Whataburger would never, ever. No, they wouldn't like give me excuses. time of day. Would you say, Coley? I don't like excuses coming from Culver's. Yeah, that know. was I've... tough. Well, come on, man. man come on. <laughs> that, that's, I think that's enough to lose them the match, personally. I agree. I'm shocked you hate Burger. Like, when I had Whataburger that one time, I it it felt, and this is going to piss all objectives off, it felt like a Burger King burger in my hand. Like, it didn't feel terribly dissimilar. Nah, that thing got some girth to it. Exactly. That's what Bur- Burger King's all girth. <laughs> yeah, no meat. Um... <laughs> I go Whataburger here. The fries also horribly overrated at Whataburger. Wouldn't know. Uh, I go. <laughs> I go Whataburger here. Uh, yeah, I think Whataburger is de- it's a Texas thing. I don't know why that might be. Yes. Texas and West, I believe. So are, are we going Whataburger? Yeah, I think we, they. I ain't heard them cop no please. This is Starbucks versus Papa John. Ass. <laughs> A tie. <laughs> Waterburger and Culver should play best two or three. Um, right. Starbucks. I, I don't drink coffee. I do eat pizza, so I would lean Papa John's, but it's not a strong lean. I think pa- Papa John's has to take it because it kind of held down all your classroom parties back in the day. Starbucks didn't do that, so. Let's just give a bunch of six raiders coffee. Lots of coffee. <laughs> um, I. Th- the uh, 
that shakaroni man is all right. So I've heard. So I've heard. Um, <laughs> so I would lean them. Uh, ooh, wowzers! Good this, lord! No, this should have been a final four. Uh, we man. should have split these up to go against Starbucks and Papa John's because both of these should be advancing easily. Um, Dairy oh. Queen, the Grill and Chill versus Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme is my 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 heart, my heart of hearts. But blizzards are my my balls, my balls of ball. No, um, I do this love is... a good blizzard over a good donut. But I do love both. What these two should merge is what I'm hearing. I need Krispy Kreme donut. <laughs> I need a Krispy Kreme donut with blizzard served in it. I'll take my heart attack to go, please. Dude, uh, Krispy Kreme blizzard, God, that'd be good. The, the it'd be amazing. Inside. <laughs> yeah. It it fucking go crazy, as the kids say. Um, the grill where we lean. They have one of the better like food menus in the game, quiet as it's kept. Now, every Dairy Queen is not a grill and chill. A lot of them are just chills. So that's why most people don't know about how good the grill... The grill goes crazy at Dairy Queen, and that's why I'm advancing them. Krispy Kreme, I love Krispy Kreme. I've been to the original Krispy Kreme. It was a, a proud uh, patronage for me. Uh, but it has to be the queen. It has to be. I would agree. Even... Like I don't love the Dairy Queen burgers, but the the chicken strip basket held me down many a night. Many Big a time night. honey mustard, um, unbelievable honey mustard. So yeah, I, th I think DQ gets it here. But Krispy Kreme, that's the team. It's like we just, we just ran out of time, man. We just ran out of time. Got a bad draw. I wish uh, I, I think, wish I could get something after the show today. Be a real shame. I want to. I want exactly what I said. I want a donut with a, <laughs> a blizzard on top of it. Now I got two stops to make as soon as we get off. <laughs> get off of here. Um. Ooh, okay. This is two mid-major teams uh, matched mm -hmm. up against each other. We got Sonic, America's Drive-In versus Checkers, which is just crazy good food per them, not me. Checker slash rallies. I don't know where the divide is, but Checkers slash rallies. What do we think? I'm going to go Sonic. Checkers. Ooh. I really like the Checkers that I had when I was in um, Kentucky. I really like that. Or the, rally, I'll the say, rallies there. Yeah, the I, the checkers rallies fries are, mm -hmm. I think, like a, a single item that would stand alone with anybody's like single item on here. I think Sonic's case, Sonic's like we, it's mid, but they have every single thing you would want. And right. if you were going somewhere, like if you had a group of friends or whatever, and y'all go to Sonic, you're going to find it because what you want, because they have every onion rings, burger. Hot dog, corn dog, icy ice cream. So the versatility, I would lean Sonic, but that listen that big chicken from Checkers and some of them fries used to used to do the boy just fine. So I'm so I'm listening. Sonic is glorified uh, lunch uh, lunchroom food. It's fast food cheesecake factory, man. It's like we have every single yeah. thing. Our, our menu is. Like, don't forget to look at the back because that's also 147 <laughs> items. Um, but it's like I can't think of the last time. It's like, oh man, this is this is busting from Sonic. I've said that from Checkers. Got I would, I probably lean Checkers for that reason. Wow. Ooh, Hardee's uh, slash Carl's Juniors versus In and Out Burger. McMahon shaking your head already. Oh, it's like Chick-fil-A. Like just just drawing like a favorable matchup does not mean you deserve to win. I'm looking at you in and out. 
Well, I thought you is this the favorable matchup, man? I didn't know if they advanced. That'd be great. I'm, I'm okay with that. I my case for Hardy was gonna be I'd put their breakfast over anything in and out has. Like their bread and biscuits in particular, the hash rounds, uh brown, whatever you call them. In and out, they California tourism merchants. Um, in and out so overrated so overrated it feels like that all of us have been to california right was it the thing like did everybody take oh you got to go to in and out it was it was literally the first place i went when i went to california i was like i'm i'm not eating on the plane i want to get it in i want to see what the fuss is and i got it and i was like this is fine um you gotta order it there's no menu. You got to order it like exactly like this. If you say something wrong, they kill you on the spot. That's just how they do it there. You, you got to do it the right way. You just don't get it, Mick. Um, somebody's in and out five dollars. Five dollars for what? In and out. Uh, it wasn't five dollars five years ago. To the cover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, to place an order. Yeah. Animal style merchants. <laughs> what are we leaning? I'm fine with advancing Carlos Jr. Yeah. Big horny I'm, commercials, which I appreciate. They do. I kind of want to advance in and out to the next level to see them lose, but that's how they find another favorable draw. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I'm fine going hard. Hardy's Carl Jr.'s. Yeah. In and out's just cheap, not great. I don't even remember it being that cheap. That's the, with no dollar menu. Uh, ooh, Pizza Hut versus Little Caesar. Talk about people that held the boy down versus people that held the boy down. <laughs> uh, people that held the boy up. Uh, Pizza Hut. I think I've said it on here. I know Pizza has the most range of any like chain pizza place because you get it. And it might be the best pie you ever tasted, and you get it, and it might be like they threw it on the ground before they delivered it to you. <laughs> Little Caesars tastes the same every time. Whether it's hot or cold, warm, like it tastes the exact same. So consistency, Pizza Hut did have the buffets, which were great. They're also bringing also, back the New York Slice. Would you say, Colin? I, I mean, it's just you have to remember, literally nobody out pizzas the hut. Nobody. That and they used to, uh, book it, man. Used to read a book and get a pizza, man. I read so many books for pizza, not to learn, <laughs> not for knowledge, for pizza, and it worked. Um, I think we got to go hut here. Mm-hmm. Got to go hut. Ooh, Axby's next. I think it's Wendy's next. Oh, what? I think Wendy's. Clear Zaxby. Listen, I feel like Scoob on a Cobra. Zaxby's don't taste the same as it used to, man. That's a fact. Uh, okay, I think Wendy's tastes better than they used to, and I think Zaxby's tastes worse than they used to. I will go Wendy's here. Also, for variety. Like Zaxby's, if you want, if you want a, a chicken strip whole or cut up or cut up and then put on a salad, <laughs> that's that's what you got. Um, Wendy's got the variety. Got some grill. Got some chill. Uh. I will go Wendy's. This oh, this one brought the people a lot. I can't even read chat. It's moving mm. in so fast. Uh, Burger King versus Whataburger. McMahon, a uh, Burger King versus Texas Burger King. 
<laughs> That's genuinely how I remember picking it up for the first time and being like, I've felt this girth before. Like, I've felt this. I've felt this in my hands before. It's familiar. Yeah. Um, Whopper rebranders is what they are. <laughs> I'd go Whataburger, but I'm listening. Yeah. But I'm listening. Whataburger never sold no Simpsons watch. And I mean, it's true. Uh, it's so good food, though. What do you say? It doesn't go water, 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 burger. It goes whopper, 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 whopper. It'd be much better better if it went the other way. Um, <laughs> I'm open. I'm open. Like I feel like the king's gonna win. I'm fine with. I just want for for posterity. I would have voted water burger. Oh, I don't think they would. Scooby, you go. You said you don't like Burger King. Right? Yeah, no, I don't like Burger King. Yeah, so I think I'm the only one on King Island. Oh no! Listen, Chat is Chat's on King Island. Um, Smart. I'm. I'm open. Poll. Quick poll. I know we we got to wrap it up soon, but we we don't have many left. Thirty second poll. Y'all better vote quick. Okay. Okay. BK or the wild, the wild wild west uh, tie in. They went crazy. They don't have honey butter biscuits. You don't know that. Yeah, I do. I would they know. Used the, they used to have the Reese's pie. Used to. Listen, we're ju- I didn't know we were judging them on today's merits. I thought it was a lifetime. They've been bad forever. Uh, <laughs> not Oreo pie. Oreo pies did used to. Oh, Super yeah, sweet. Oh yeah, they did. Um, the honey butter biscuits still do. Okay, the votes are coming in. When it gets to 100, stop at school. Burger King's come always had a, a better shake than McDonald's, too. Ah, that's incomplete. McDonald's shakes was never, never available. Ooh. Ooh. 50% to 49. Whataburger advances. Proud of you, Chet. Proud of you. I'm shocked that many people were on the king. DQ. Agree. Yeah, Papa John's a DQ. <laughs> DQ wins. Checkers or Hardee's? I go Checkers. Hardee's? I think, yeah, I think Checkers has the better. Hard, like, breakfast is the only nod, but if you don't get there by 10.01, buddy, you, you're fucked. So I, I think Checkers would get it. The Hut and the Wendy's. I will go Wendy's, no question, personally. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Wendy's, too. I want my, my vote for the Hut on record. <laughs> It's on record. Uh, Wendy's advances. Uh, it's the variety. We f- yeah, we got to be getting Final Four-ish now. Here we go. Yep. Whataburger versus DQ. DQ. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's DQ. Yeah, like Whataburger, you had a good run. Um, we respect your talent. We're, I'm familiar with your work. Uh, <laughs> Wendy's versus... Ch- I, I think Wendy skates here, man. I agree. Wendy's is just high quality every time I go. I feel like I, the exact opposite. Really? I, I feel like Wendy's changed their taste, and all, I don't know if they just retrained everybody, because now to the point, <sighs> Wendy's tastes the same to me, every like McDonald's does. Every McDonald's everywhere tastes the same. That's where I'm at with Wendy's. Every check, you can't go down the street and get two big, two big Bufords to taste the same. So <laughs> I would, I'll go Wendy's here. I think I think you're right about the consistency of Wendy's. I just don't think their ceiling's crazy high, and you guys seem to think it is higher than I do. That's where I think we differentiate. Consistency, definitely, they have that down pat. I just don't think they have a high ceiling. They're Jeff Green to me. 
Yeah, all right. Everybody, Jeff Green to you. Um, <laughs> Wendy's versus DQ. I go DQ here in a wash. In a wash. Wendy's wow. gets. Wendy's gets Wa to a wash. A, a wash. A wash. Bloodbath. A wash. A little chocolate frosty. Oh my god! The, the queen's swinging. Are oh, you going to bring up ice cream <laughs> for Wendy's in this against Dairy Queen? Listen, their food's better though. Much better. I don't think it's much better. I think the ice cream I would go Blizzard, but if it's DQ, it's D. I, again, Wendy, I I always believed. Um, the queen's got her by her pigtails. She's spinning around like that Russian grandma right now. That's what the queen's doing. Like Josh Allen on third and eleven. Um, <laughs> Now this is one to I th I think it would go to overtime, double overtime, a bad call. Snake Wendy's added this, but it's I think it, the people say DQ advances. Dave Thomas follows out. He's just yeah, standing he's, there looking at the. He hit me across the arm. Um, <laughs> now let's get to it, boys. This is our yeah. As we wrap up, this is the finals. This is the this is showtime. McDonald's versus DQ. The Grill and Chill versus the Archers. Ronald versus the Grill and Chill. Uh, I hate to go chalk, but I do think it's the Archers here. They're the one seed for a reason. Comfortably. <sighs> I go DQ here. Over McDonald's, Scoop? Dude, the chicken strips. The chicken strips at DQ probably better than anything on McDonald's. Not the chicken selects. I was gonna say the selects yeah. went. I was gonna bananas. say <laughs> <laughs> everybody did the th like the chicken sandwich thing. McDonald's dropped three of them hoes, man. Everybody <laughs> came out with one. And McDonald's said that's boring. They open all hours of the day and night. You can get all time breakfast. Where's DQ's dollar menu? I I, I feel like McDonald's double digit win here, man. I don't even know what the line was. I wouldn't touch it. Okay, and it's also. Like McDonald's is also like they make this all this food and it's a front for the real estate company. They really make all their money off of like that's that it's their second job and they still go crazy at it. Yeah. Um Bo Jackson was a Hall of Fame or all-star baseball and football <laughs> player. He loved one, but he was really good at the other. I think McDonald's wins, man. I don't know how boring that is to say, but they again, they they the archers for the reason. I think they've over nine hundred billion sold. <laughs> they've become underrated at this point because so many people log on to be like McDonald's is trash. This place is better. Like so many people have believed that. I don't think many people have been to a McDonald's recently, like because of the the slander they get. I mean, it's been at ninety nine billion served for a while. They haven't. <laughs> you know what I mean? They never were able to get over that. Oh man, they saying this TCU versus UGA. Uh, uh, yeah. Not wrong. That's how I would look at it. And McDonald's wins. Once that comparison comes out, it's time to pack it in. <laughs> I'm proud of it's DQ, enough. though. I didn't, no, think, they I, didn't think everyone, I didn't think everyone was going to be in on the DQ train. That made me happy. Again, like TZ had a great season and all that. And sometimes you lose to, I'm saying Kirby Smart giving a, a riled up speech dressed like Ronald McDonald for some reason. Um, yeah, that, <laughs> um, they picked us to go out in the first round. You think we're going out in the first round? Uh, McDonald's wins. McDon it was always McDonald's, says Zay Jones. That final um, four, I could, I could go for three of those four right this second. 
I might go for all 64 of these hoes, man. <laughs> I've never been hungrier than I am after we uh, tear some food, ever. And I want it all right now. My stomach is hurting. Thinking about that, uh, thinking about DQ getting this far. That's what hurt my stomach. <laughs> Over Wendy's, man. When? Okay. Uh, Queen wishes or the Wendy's wishes. Yeah. No, you had it right. You had it right. Um, oh, no. no, that'll do it. That'll do it. I. We ultimate. I had some minor gripes, but ultimately they want five guys over McDonald's. Craig just just saying stuff now. Um, if you want to spend, $50. that's where the propaganda. That's where the propaganda. When the five guys propaganda is what McDonald's was like. Fuck me. Okay, I'll show you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you can't walk out with one thing in five guys for under eighteen dollars, man. Eighteen dollars McDonald's. You can feed. Uh, I can feed everybody in chat. So. If I had that, I could feed everybody in the world. Um, but yeah, y'all wouldn't tell me about the DQ app. Y'all was telling me about the, the Archers app. So McDonald's wins. That'll do it for us. We're thankful to everybody that checked in. Helped us wrap up a super wild card weekend. If you could, give us a thumbs up on the way out. Please and thank you. Subscribe. You can join us in chat tomorrow. We're thankful to chat. Brother Roby, YC, Jam Packard, the McMahon School for pushing our buttons. And we will catch everybody tomorrow.